Stephen, here we are again. Yeah. And I got to say, there was something we brought up in the outtakes where it's like, oh, we need to dovetail back into that for the show intro. Okay. But guess what? I forgot what it was. <laughs> <laughs> I like whatever so, we blow our wad in the outtakes, essentially. Yeah. I think we did really good up until this point, And now we're like, mm-hmm. we have nothing to talk about. It's just, you know, why even bother having a conversation, you know? Pretty much. However, I will say this. You and I are both wearing red shirts right now. Mm-hmm. And judging by Star Trek, Star Trek? Star Trek rules, <laughs> yeah. one of us has to die. And by one of us, I mean both of us. So this is it. This is how we're going out. This has never happened in the history of the, the show before, where we both have wore red shirts. Unless I brought this up in an old episode. Who knows, man? But again, my memory is just terrible. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, uh, real quick, we should we should do a series of shows on the Marvel movies, um, and <laughs> just an idea. What do you say? Maybe Star Wars, Fast and Furious. It sounds fun, you know. Just yeah. you mean like watching them all in a row? Yeah, and just you know, them? like really like do an episode per, per movie. Per movie, you know, I think it'd be cool. It sounds like a know? big event, something that I mean, you would never forget about. Yeah. So, so yeah, we should do that'll it. That'll definitely <laughs> stick in my mind. Yeah, I think it's probably a good idea. I would love the idea of not just a uh, not like our Asian pop culture that we revisit every year, uh, mm-hmm. like as an episode, but it's like we just forget. And so every year we have an annual <laughs> annual Marvel rewatch for the first like four months of the year. <laughs> that just becomes our show. Have you heard of that podcast where they oh, they man. it was like for a solid year, uh, these guys like watch Grown Ups 2. And they just talk about it yes. every week or whatever. I, I never listened to it, but it seems like it would be a fucking yeah. nightmare to have to do that. Ugh. And I love yeah. the Marvel movies. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But like, I'm I, like, honestly, I'm burnt out on. Yeah. On them. Like, I haven't rewatched. Like, once we got to Captain Marvel, you know, the, the 2019 movies, I was just like, mm. all right, I'm good with just like watching these in theaters for right now. Yeah. And then maybe I'll go back afterward and, and rewatch it. But I. I have a lot of movies that I, I'll mention on here, you know, that are kind of like my comfort movies, ones that I just mm-hmm. throw on all the time. Your super bads, your book smarts, yeah. right? Uh, the show Marvel girls, movies, yeah. showgirls. Uh, mm-hmm. The Marvel movies are like that, right? As well, mm-hmm. like uh, especially the Spider-Man ones and mm-hmm. my favorites, like uh, Captain Incredible America. Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thor, Thor the Dark World. Yeah. Uh, you know, but yeah, like my favorites, Iron Man, Iron Man 2. Um Captain America one mostly that I watch over and over again, but yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I'm the same way because I, I, I did start a little rewatch. That was kind of a, an interesting trajectory of the movies that I kind of pieced mm-hmm. together for my own little, uh, Marvel pod. But, uh, yeah. ever since then I keep like, sometimes I'm like, Oh, I'm just going to throw something on. Oh, I'm going to put on Spider-Man. And I go to like my MCU folder and I'm just like, ah, nah, I'm good. Like I'm just, yeah. <laughs> I'm a little burnt out of it now too. I keep trying yeah. and I'm like, I can't even just put them on in the background. I'm like, yeah. I, it's just a little overdone at this point. Uh, yeah. which means that I need to give it like two more weeks and I'm going to be like, God, have you seen <laughs> <laughs> Spider-Man homecoming? It's fucking great. I just, I, I, I do like, part of me feels like we got to end game and yeah. that happened. And then like got to far from home after that, which was yeah. a nice button on that. Mm-hmm. And like, Look, I am eagerly anticipating society to reopen so I can see the Black Widow movie. Yep. But like, you know, I feel like we got to a satisfying conclusion yeah. to the MCU. And like if they just like rebooted it from there, I'd be like, I'd be kind of OK with it. Mm-hmm. But now that, you know, 
Bill, I know there's more stuff. I'm like, yeah, give me it. <laughs> give me it now. You I know? like it. I got to because... see Shang-Chi, you know? <laughs> yeah. And there, there are some cool ones coming up that sound mm-hmm. like interesting, but I also like that we have an, an end point that mm-hmm. if you wanted to stop there or, you know, you have like a, a goal, if you want to watch a bunch of movies in a row, you have mm-hmm. whatever, 22, whatever it ended up being. Up to that yeah, point. it was like 22, 23, something yeah. like that. See, and I used to know this. Right. <laughs> I used to be on top of it. Yeah. But now I don't. There are a lot of them. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I, eventually I'll go back and we'll see and and we'll see once the world opens again what Black Widow mm-hmm. was like. Um, yeah. I remember it was about eight years ago we saw that trailer. Is that right? I believe so. Yeah, yeah it was uh, back in the early days when we started the podcast. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. We've been waiting yeah. for it. <laughs> it's finally, finally. Back in 2012 when we started this. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, yeah. Uh, I saw a commercial for New Mutants that uh, uh, uh-huh. is supposed to come out in, in theaters and on like the 28th or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, but really? Like, I know. Is it? Like, yeah. I, I do want to see it, but like, the guys come out. I'm like, you know, Come on. I feel like New York and L.A., they're both still like <laughs> pretty much shut down as far as like yeah, theaters go. Know, yeah. So how is this going to work? I feel like with that one, they're just like, we 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 can't wait anymore. We don't care if the theaters mm-hmm. are empty. It's just got to mm-hmm. get like I, th- I heard something about it like they're because of when it was supposed to be released like years ago or whatever now that mm-hmm. they're contractually obligated to release it in theaters before they do any VOD. So they like, yeah. they have to, uh, yeah. they can't just do like a Mulan and just like throw it on Disney plus. And, yeah. uh, yeah. So I find that interesting. So they're like, I wonder if like, they'll be like, it made $8. There was one gentleman, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of wonder about that too. Like when, like the 28th it's released and then like the following weekend is just like pushed to Disney plus or Hulu yeah. or whatever, you know? Yeah, that'd but be interesting. I am down for it. I keep seeing like TV spots for it. And mm-hmm. I, I swear, I don't know what's going on with this one because it at first it looked bad and it had so much like how so many reshoots and like all this mm-hmm. controversy about it. And it's been forever to be released. And for some reason now I want to see it more than ever. I don't know what happened, but they Steven, got me, I, man. I feel like it's like an underdog story. Yeah. For like this cast and this director. Like that. And I'm just yeah. like, man. I know like they've been kind of like hyping it up like when it was originally first like coming out and mm. being filmed and everything it seemed like everybody was like pretty excited about it. Yeah. And then like I guess during the production of it that's when the Fox merger happened with Disney. Oh yeah, okay. So I don't and, remember the timeline, then, yeah. Yeah, and then I I don't know if this is true or not, but like I have a feeling that Disney was like, "Hey, let's do some reshoots and like maybe mm. put a little bit more effort into it or yeah. a little bit more i don't know maybe the story was always the same and maybe they just redid some special effects or whatever yeah who knows right like you mm-hmm. get competing stories out there and stuff about it so you never really know yeah. but um, maybe yeah. the like head of disney was like hey uh, i hear there's a demon bear in this in this movie what if and here we out what if he had Ha-ha, red eyes let's go back and redo it so we got to push this back oh, eight months man. uh yeah I want some red eyes on that bear. Good She's decision. Got a laser sword. <laughs> uh, man, that boss is terrifying, though. You you yeah. really want to do what he says. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. He sounds you know. all cute and cuddly, but he'll yeah. cut a bitch. Don't get on the casting couch. Just, <laughs> just don't. Don't do it. You know, those shorts. 
uh, I don't know if you've noticed, but there's no belt on those shorts, and they can drop pretty easily. So. Ooh, that's mm-hmm. not good. Steven, I remembered. <laughs> I remembered a question I was going to ask you. Hey, perfect. We got there. Yeah. 20 minutes of recording time, probably, what, uh, eight minutes of uh, actual show time. Oh, yeah. Um, Steven, what are your thoughts on drive-in, drive-in, drive-in theaters slash movies, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever you want to call it. Do you like them or not? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They're amazing. Especially now they're, they're needed more than ever, I think. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, so (laughs) I guess. (laughs) What do you think about them, Brent? Uh, they're good, I guess, you know, we've got like one here in Tulsa, yeah. uh, the Admiral twin that we talked about on the last episode. Um, but I do like that they are, uh, getting a, a I guess a, a bigger foothold in people's consciousness because mm-hmm. of COVID and everything. Like people can still go out to the movies and, and enjoy them. Yeah. Even though it's like movies we've all seen, you know, a million times before, but they're like beloved movies back to the future, you know, mm-hmm. Jurassic Park. The aforementioned showgirls, you know, things like that. Love that on the drive-in, yeah. The double feature of Madagascar and showgirls, it's lighting up the world. You, you wouldn't imagine that it would be that good, but there's something about it that, like, really transitions mm-hmm. your whole outlook on life, I guess. Yeah. Um, there's that that one shot in showgirls where um, Elizabeth Banks is wearing that leopard print kimono thing. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, okay, I get it. Yeah. Like, Madagascar has leopards in it i think maybe in the so she uh, killed one she killed one yeah like canonically because madagascar takes place in the past like one year prior to showgirls yeah and you know on that um toward the end of madagascar where that leopard gets murdered Mm -hmm. and then they skin it i yep i've seen madagascar ones of times maybe Mm -hmm. so and like david schwimmer's giraffe character eats the body of the leopard and then they they're like well we don't need this let's send this to uh las vegas yeah i was like the the leopard leopard skin and then it shows up yeah like it's it's there like it makes sense Mm. that's why they have madagascar and then the the double feature of showgirls you know i just thought it was like really bold of them to release a prequel an animated prequel to showgirls you know Mm -hmm. after it was made and you realize the implications that that had, you know, on that kimono and, and the rest of her life, really. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and there's something to be said about, you know, an animated prequel with like fuzzy animals and the fact that she has no fuzz on her in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's like an animal message, you know, it's like she wants to be vegan, but she's not. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's like it, there's there's some message there, mm-hmm. obviously. Yeah, and she puts on the the leopard print kimono, and then she's like, "Ooh, no, yeah. wearing animal fur is bad." You know, she looks down the the barrel of the camera, mm-hmm. and then she's like, "Also, here's my twat." <laughs> <laughs> she really she she pulls a real Zach Morris with that. Yeah, straight yeah. at the camera. Hey, time out. Yeah, <laughs> look, I don't have any clothes on right now. <laughs> is this movie weird as fuck? Yeah, of course. Yeah. 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 But you're, you're making we're me just gonna roll it. through it. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it's a good Sunday <laughs> afternoon movie, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she continues. Uh, I hope you enjoy this movie. And I gotta say, I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> oh wait, let me look at the script. I'm so scared. <sighs> Back to the movie. It still gets me every time. 
And now, continuing, Showgirls. <laughs> Man, what a wild ride, you know? It is. It's a crazy movie. And, like, honestly, most people haven't seen it. So, mm-hmm. for all intents and purposes, um, all that stuff we just said is in the movie. So, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, check it out for yourselves and everything. But if you didn't mm-hmm. see what we just described, you probably don't have the unrated version. It's mm-hmm. safe to say. So, mm-hmm. uh, bootleg it, you know? Yeah um the whole movie is on quibi so you know feel free to check it out <laughs> you know they keep rebooting all this all this stuff or like doing all kinds of stuff uh but they mm-hmm. have like the fugitive it's coming out with keeper sutherland it's like a reboot yeah. of that or whatever but i would love for them to take on showgirls like a last ditch effort they're like quibi is not not hanging on what mm-hmm. if we start doing porn yeah <laughs> let's start with some softcore movies skinamax style yeah. quick bites though quick yeah. orgasms we don't it's cool I, it, exactly they don't need to be long you know what i'm saying like yeah interesting i think this is a new avenue for them new revenue stream you know Mm -hmm. i mean if if it works it works yeah and we broke the story buddy Uh you and me finally we did that we did it yeah well we're changing the world here one showgirl at a time i suppose so brett what do you say (laughs) we're doing it i'm steven i'm brett and welcome to let's talk about stuff where it's pretty tiring day. It's pretty tiring. It's, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Week and mm-hmm. year. So uh, yeah. you'll you'll get what you get today, mm-hmm. mofos. But thanks for joining us today. And uh, mm-hmm. Brent, hello. Hi, how you doing, sir? Uh, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm also a little bit tired, but you know, I've got a cup of coffee in me. So oh. hopefully, I'll wake up throughout the course of the show. Probably by the end, I think I'll be all right. Butter mouth, which uh, but uh, yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like to funnel it both ways, you know? You know, the, the problem I have is I don't want my body to, like, I love the taste of coffee uh-huh. at this point, so I do want that, but also I'm trying to bypass that liver, yeah. you know? Because if I'm Straight trying to, to get, like, reverse drunk, which is, like, you know, caffeinated, uh-huh. I just, right in the keister, you know? Uh, that's, you reminded me of something, that's a good way to do it, um, but I, I was watching the show recently called High Maintenance that I've mentioned before. I like mm-hmm. it. And uh, I had subtitles on the other day and I, I, I got a line that I've never heard before. And I want to run this by you because you just okay. you just made me think of it. Picturing mm-hmm. that that event with coffee with you. Uh, there's a, like a, a bachelorette party going on and the gay roommate is kind of taking pictures for them and stuff. And they mm-hmm. send him to the store because they want to do vodka tampons. Okay. And I was like, at first I was like, oh, this is probably one of those, like, it's like whenever you melt a candy bar in a, in a diaper for like a baby shower, it's like one of those gross games and you have to like, be like, what candy bar is this? It's like a Mm -hmm. a girl game that I don't understand. And I was like, oh, so they're going to dip tampons in vodka and then like suck it off or whatever. It's like, that's (laughs) weird. Right. I was like, that's so strange. And then I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, I think they're inserting it. I wonder, Mm -hmm. but I, I wonder about the the burning sensations of that i don't know if i if i caught that right but yeah so here's my understanding of this and i have heard of it and i think this is the show there to really go. break it down okay <laughs> look we had some stuff we we're going to discuss on the show yeah. uh, we're going to clear that schedule push we it off the table really, really break it down okay <laughs> yeah. so here's my thought and um i can confirm this i checks notes live with a woman oh, okay. um so mm. maybe i'll ask her about this after the show if she's she's going to ask it. me why I'm asking. I'm just, <laughs> yeah. just going to roll through it. But I think with the vodka-soaked tampon, mm-hmm. I think you don't put it... I want to I be delicate about yeah. this. I don't think you put it in the sniz. 
delicate. I think it's going to sting potentially yeah, dry it out you know yeah that doesn't sound nice that, that delicate lining yeah so i think you still i want to say you would put it in your butt it's still a butt thing yeah it's still it you know what it always comes back to that booty yeah for sure um and yeah i think it's like the same reason somebody would chug via butt funnel mm-hmm. which you, you know? would know about yeah you would too you helped me that time <laughs> you came yeah. over and we were like we- hey it was kind of cold outside. We were like, oh, you know what? Sounds good. A Guinness. And you're like, yeah. I was like, but like, you know how if you pour a Guinness, it has a head on it? Yeah. What if the head goes in that booty? Oh, so mm-hmm. it's a, oh. And you know how like sometimes people will be like, trust fall and like lean, <laughs> lean into someone. <laughs> I walked up to you and immediately like springboarded on my hands and yelled butt funnel oh <laughs> like, man and made you grab and hold my legs I, I was uh, already donald Ducknet. like anytime you guys come oh, over yeah you always are. donald Ducknet. that's for sure you know? that's for sure um so butt funnel well brent i have a surprise for you and the audience because uh-huh. we're gonna be selling some ltas branded butt funnels mm-hmm. they're they're called trust funnels you, trust get, fun- you get your friends together <laughs> Show title. (laughs) (laughs) You get your friends over, you know, you Donald Duck it. That's the first step, you know, and then Uh and then you do the handstand. I like that. With the knees kind of bent and Mm -hmm. up, legs straight up. And you say, hey, friend, let's trust funnel. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel like you got to really like spring it on them, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no warning. It's just like it's happening. Yeah. And if you can do really... a handspring into it, do a double spring. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what happened like in, um, you know, in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze, mm-hmm. like put re- some respect on that title. Yeah. I say the whole thing. Oh, yeah. Um, there's a an ongoing joke where um, if the turtles get in trouble, Splinter says, um, OK, like you need to do so many like handstands. Oh, or whatever. that's right. Yeah. And they, like these like backflip things. Mm-hmm. And then at the very end of the movie splinter you know bust the turtles for well spoilers um making their presence known to humanity and so at the very end kind of like at the end of rocky the turtles all four of them like in a row they all do a backflip handstand thing Mm -hmm. but it freezes right there i imagine like moments later (laughs) they all just like catch themselves mid-air and splinter just plugs them all in just (laughs) again Um, yeah catch that unrated you know, you gotta you gotta search it out, but uh, you really want to see that extra scene. Look, there was an abandoned Krang mm-hmm. subplot to oh, that movie, man. which was like would have been the secret of the is ooze, and without it, real? it doesn't make any sense. <gasps> yes, yeah. Like, oh, do you not know about this? I don't know about that, Stephen. Okay, oh, so man, um, there's a, a lab fight in the movie where uh-huh. the turtles fight, um, in, in a lab. And uh, the foot show okay, up okay. and they like toss around a canister of ooze mm-hmm. like in the there's like a production still that shows like in the center of like that console, like something pops up and it's a big brain. What? It would be like one of the Krang aliens, which in the comics are called Ushrams. <laughs> of course, you know that. Um, and uh, there was supposed to be a reveal at the end of the movie where the um, God, the the professor guy, the old white man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's running around. Um, it was supposed to be revealed that like. As he like grabs that canister of ooze and runs off like out of the movie, 
and uh-huh. you never see him again. <laughs> it was supposed to be revealed that like he opens up his lab coat and his shirt, oh. and there was a, a little Krang alien. Wow! In his tum tum, yeah. That makes me so excited. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that. I hadn't heard that. Um, yeah. And I'm I'm super pumped about this now. Yeah. Man. So I feel like that that subplot was abandoned, and as well as the butt funnel uh-huh. um, subplot. Yeah. And like Both if we gotta those. bring if we gotta bring one back. Yeah. I mean, makes sense. Pick your poison, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, um. Wow, man. I think we really opened. <laughs> we opened that up. Yeah. <laughs> I like how you do the sound effects. It makes me think that you're shooting like a, you know, it's like a, a mama bird chews up food for the baby birds. It's mm-hmm. like you're yeah. you're taking a shot so you can spit it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Spit it straight into the butt. You know. That's right. Yeah. Which is what friends do. Yeah, it's one of those things where you're you're not supposed to <laughs> use your hands, so you have to like blow like in the soccer. butt. And then, yeah, exactly. And then you like grab the shot glass, you know, with your with your mouth, oh, toss it okay. back, put the glass back down. Mm. You can't drop it; mm-hmm. it's gonna break. But then you have to immediately spit it in the butt as it's like, it's the, you've got a finite time. It, yeah, it's, it's kind of like, um, uh, what is that that show? Uh, it was a movie as well. Um, it's like a, a time gate thing. Time gate. Uh, uh, Stargate. Stargate. There it's we go. Star- it's a Stargate <laughs> in in the booty. Then you, <laughs> you know what I love is sometimes uh, uh, you're, you're trying to get a reference and like, I get so caught on the reference because I just love pop culture so much that I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, Stargate. And then I went back and I was like, wait, what is he talking about? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and then it makes total sense. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Wow. Boy, that's a that's a lot of fun. That's it a lot of fun lot we're of having fun. on the, the episode so far. Yeah, I think this is pretty good. I, we were, I think we're jinxing ourselves just talking mm-hmm. about it, maybe. But yeah, three three good episodes in a row. It's almost unheard mm-hmm. of for any podcast. Oh, no. I don't want to get there. worse. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned. Yeah, we still got stuff to to say. <laughs> it's all downhill from here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do want to say we have a, a couple of things uh, regarding friends of the show yeah. uh, that we're going to get into. Uh, one of those being that Stephen and I have submitted a question to our non-gender specific sibling podcast mm. mind grenade also a, a fun show about pop culture yeah i don't know when that will be aired so uh i guess just like subscribe and listen and like wait yeah. for it mm-hmm. but things are in place so brace for impact we we were um by request from one of the hosts uh, we submitted a question for matt an AMA version of that, Ask Matt Anything. And I, you know what? I, I hate to say we ask the greatest question possible. <laughs> Ooh, it's the setup. <laughs> but, like, we really, like, I, I feel like we nailed it. And we didn't uh-huh. even, like, necessarily ask it via email in that it was, like, text-based. We recorded a segment. Oh, yeah. And, Stephen, I'm going to tag that outtake onto the outtakes of this very episode excellent so people can hear it they can hear us flub through how we're gonna say it there's a point where you were we figured it out you were ready to go and i just interrupted you like by accident people will love it so we've got the question at the end of this episode awesome just listen to like every mind grenade episode going forward Mm -hmm. i guess because i don't i don't know the timetable might as well when that question will be answered but rest assured it will be 
And again, it's perhaps the greatest question that's ever been asked yeah. in the history of anything. Do I remember what it is right now? <laughs> no. When you were talking about recording it, I was like, I don't remember any of that. <laughs> <laughs> I remember being like, I guess we're done. Uh, I mm-hmm. hope that was okay. And that's basically mm-hmm. where I left it, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, in my head, they just probably re- rejected it. And I'm fine with that yeah. too. <laughs> um. I, I do actually remember what the question is, but you know what? Right. I, I want people to yeah. listen to it, yeah. okay? I want people to uh, <laughs> sniff out what it might be about. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Blend. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Secondly, we received an email from our listener, Daniel Sanchez, also occasional guest host. Host? Host. I just host. Guest host. Oh. Of, of the podcast. Getting slurry. Has too much coffee in my liver and my butt. <laughs> I think I did too much. <laughs> <laughs> he actually emailed us uh, a week or two ago, um, but we just didn't get to it in mm-hmm. time. But um, I do want to read his, his email on the, well, on this episode, yeah. um, because uh, it's going back to episode 150 hmm, on, uh, what was it 156 when we did the... Pop culture fantasy draft? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That sounds right to me. Yeah. 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 So yeah, Daniel writes, hello, fellas. Did somebody order Mexican? That's his like, <laughs> like intro that. thing. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Uh, how are you guys? I'm doing as well as can be with all of the craziness. I got to say your guys show is a big help and awesome distraction from everything going on in the world. Thank you, Daniel. That means, means a that. lot. Yeah. Uh, we, you know, Stephen and I operate from a standpoint of nobody listens to the show, which is why we have uh violently wrong uh, opinions about a lot of things <laughs> oops and uh yeah hmm, we're gonna have to rethink a lot of stuff <laughs> yeah. we said uh daniel goes on to write we can all use a small escape here and there so thank you gentlemen and ladies dogs cats so you're welcome you know it's a yeah. public service i like that, that we're providing thanked everybody that was really that's well, right that yeah polite um daniel says i really enjoyed uh last week's show which was two episodes ago again we did not read the email in time i'm sorry um the pop culture fantasy draft was great i really enjoyed your choice i thought i'd send my list in so he says uh he's got a list of five here so awesome uh one he says my powerhouse would be thor i would prefer comics the isad rubik uh good lord i've flubbed up his name (laughs) isad rubik design um he uh, he did a run with uh, Jason Aaron, who's reading or who's writing the um, God damn. Uh, he wrote <laughs> the. Uh, yeah, Jason Aaron wrote Thor, who is and he is currently writing yeah. the Avengers comics. Yeah. That you and I had had been reading for I a long time name. that we uh, just completely dropped doing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> next is uh, his uh, oh, okay. his tech. Well, would, yes. Sorry. Yes, real quick. I was looking that yeah. guy up. I didn't know who Asad Ribic. Is that how you say it? Uh-huh. Uh, who that was. So I looked up some of his art. It looks pretty cool. It's like uh, very like painterly. Painterly, yeah. It's very mm-hmm. neat. So, yeah. Um, it, and uh, Thor has like so many like he's got muscles on, on muscles, muscles, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He's got like uh, the Abercrombie. Yeah. Abercrombie dozen yeah. <laughs> <laughs> muscles. Yes. Got that one extra. Oh, man. Um, he said his tech would be Dexter from Dexter's Laboratory, which checks notes was something that was on cable, um, which I did not have growing uh, up. Um, mm-hmm. And I only have a like I, I can picture Dexter in my mind. Yeah. But that's, that's about it. Right here. Yeah. Right here. Right here. Right here. <laughs> God, Stephen, what is happening? That's OK. What's I agreed. Happening? I was like, yeah. 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 Right here. Sure. 
but yeah, same. I, I was never into Dexter, but uh, mm-hmm. I can like picture him and stuff. Um, but I think that's yeah. a good choice for a, for a tech. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Has his own laboratory. Why not? Mm-hmm. Um, his third choice uh, f- to fill in the fight skills is Xena, Warrior Princess, which is holy shit. Good choice. So good. Yeah, she has that like weird disc thing. It's like mm-hmm. a frisbee. Oh but yeah, yeah. For, it's like a frisbee for murder. For- <laughs> They only sold them in the 60s, and then they outlawed yeah. them. You know, what are you going to do? <laughs> and it was, uh, like, she, like, it cuts people, but also she holds it. It's not like, like, it didn't have a handle on it, right? I can't like the whole think thing of was... that much, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think, magically, maybe, she was unscathed. Mm-hmm. And that's all right. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Sure. Um, the transporter would, for his list, number four, would be Doctor Who, the 10th Doctor, mm. David Tennant. Which is uh, the Purple Man from uh, the MCU uh, Jessica Jones thing? Yeah, right on. Um, that's good. Yeah, because that that uh, that fucking uh, police box thing. Mm-hmm. What is it called? Uh, uh, a police box. The blue. Poli- poli- yeah. It's a transportation. I've never seen it. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Doctor Who is one of the ones I really need to get behind, but uh, yeah, I can't think of it from the show. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, anyway, um, so Doctor Who, up, uh, number four. Uh, God, I feel like there's a name for it. The <laughs> the uh, God, Tardis. I feel like it's on the t- yeah. Tardis. There we go. Yeah, yeah. That's what we said. Um, we'll edit all that we're out. We're really yeah. good at <laughs> uh, you know because Doctor Who has the Tardis, of course, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll make sure that that goes back in there. Totally. We're gonna be cool. It's gonna be cool. Um, And finally, the leader of his group, the fifth in his selection, would be Furiosa, which is from um, Mad Max Fury Road. uh, Yeah, Nick Fury Road. Yeah, um, which I've never seen. Yeah, heard good things about. I I bought it on iTunes recently. It was on sale, and I I had heard nothing but good things about it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, I'm gonna have to go back and and watch this at a certain point. Yeah, you need it. um, You need it. As big and loud as possible. It's one of the most mm-hmm. epic movies I've ever seen in my life. It's so good, and I, it's hard yeah. to like to not hype that up enough, or you know, like you don't yeah. want to like ruin it for someone and be like, "It's the best movie ever," and then like, "Yeah, it was all right," but mm-hmm. it's hard because it's like it's really fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> See, I've I've seen like the first two Mad Max movies mm-hmm. on like TV, mm-hmm. I think, but I've never seen them. Like, is there a ghost giving Mad Max a blowjob, like in Ghostbusters or something? Like, is that something I'm no. missing? I feel like I need to watch the unrated yeah, ones. Yeah, maybe. But I don't even... But, you know, since Mad Max was, like, recast for this movie, or maybe his son or something, I don't mm-hmm. know. Like, do I need to go back and worry about watching those first two movies? Or I nope. just... I can just, like, hop in there like a, a butt funnel and somebody's... Well, I'll say it, but... <laughs> I like the Mad Max series because I feel like each of them, essentially, you could just watch out of order like whatever it doesn't matter they're all just like yeah individual stories um i don't really care for the road warrior the first mad max um okay. growing up i liked um the second one uh and the and the third one like beyond thunderdome was really cool okay. uh and then Wait, so this is mm-hmm. fury road is the fourth i movie? believe it is the fourth one yeah i'm trying oh. to look it up because i i don't know that series well enough to like know that i'm uh i'm doing it justice whatever but um yeah there we go mad max wikipedia yeah so there's like uh the first one this is going so well nothing is (laughs) 
<laughs> Nothing is looking up for me. Um, Mad Max. All right. Yeah. So it says like the first one. Okay. So the first one's Mad Max. The second mm-hmm. one is uh, Mad Max 2 or The Road Warrior. That's the one I like. Um, okay. It was released as the, the Road Warrior United States. But uh, that one's cool. And then Beyond Thunderdome was released the year I was born in 85. And it has fucking Tina Turner as the baddie in it. So it's okay. amazing, obviously. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're just so wildly visionary. It's crazy. But each mm-hmm. of them, I don't remember the stories necessarily like um blending together it's more of like he's just a road warrior so these are these are his stories you know yeah he's he's lorenzo lamas and he's the renegade oh shit yeah leather jacket Ooh, you know it chaps yep assless of course it's understood that's why he never stands up <laughs> you know Imagine, he's got a butt funnel you that's gotta right. have that access man <laughs> He drinks gasoline and just shits Ooh. it out directly into his bike. Ooh, wow. <laughs> yeah. It's like a reverse butt funnel. It processes the it's other way. It's good, though. Yeah, it's good. It's it a makes talent. sense. Um, prove me wrong. Yeah. I'm just saying, prove me wrong. But yeah, uh, Furiosa and Fury Road, especially, though. Man, mm-hmm. she's oh, she's fantastic. Uh, I want to go back and talk about Tina Turner real quick. Oh, please. She and I share a birthday. Oh. And, you know, Stephen, you know, I got a, got a thing for, for black chicks. So yeah. I feel like if I ever met her, I'd be like, here's a good end. Hey, girl. <laughs> You and I got the same birthday. What Chicks you know love that? that. Where'd you? No. I'm just, no, don't don't call security. Please. Don't. I'm not a threat. I just, I'm so, I'm so sorry. I, I like when they did. <laughs> I like when they did your song at the end of uh, Miss Congeniality 2. Regina King's great, right? No, I haven't seen Watchmen yet. I know. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll, try, I'll try to get to it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So that's how that interaction would go. Yeah. Well, as far as interactions go, you know, mm-hmm. near sexual interactions for you, I think that one was pretty good. Mm-hmm. That's the closest I'll ever be yeah. to, to sex. I think it's pretty good. I'm looking forward to it. You got real close to marriage uh, with another lady. And by that, yeah. I mean you're married to another lady. But the mm-hmm. sex is still coming. I have a feeling, yeah. man. I think this this might be your year. Yeah, twenty twenty's Brent's year. We just got. I got. We got to have some kind of good stuff coming out. You yeah, exactly. Know? And this year, you know what I'm good saying? Good stuff coming out. Nice. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like what you did there. Um. So Daniel continues. <laughs> Daniel, I'm sorry for ruining your email, by the way. But Daniel <laughs> continues. Uh, that's my list. I look forward to hearing. Uh, your villains list. Oh, yeah. Also, Stephen mentioned about favorites when the dog and kids came up. Uh, well, a good father never has a favorite between his kids and animals. Wink. Mm-hmm. So we all know what that means. Yeah. He likes the animals mm-hmm. more. And we agree with yeah, you. Course. Yeah. Thanks, Daniel, for, <laughs> yeah. for re- reiterating our point. <laughs> <laughs> he says, well, stay well, guys. Uh, so, uh, yeah. yeah. I thanks, don't know if it's, if it's written from his iPhone. It does not say. Oh, okay. Uh, but I will get to the bottom of it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we'll make sure he gets doxxed properly. But, Daniel, <laughs> thank you for sending in the email. We appreciate it. Yeah, man. And, um, yeah, if anyone wants to send us an email or, you know, whatever. Uh, large sums of money in the mail. Uh, All that information is in the show notes of this very podcast. So go check it out. I, uh, stuff. I, I love, uh, getting other people's lists. So that's fantastic. Mm -hmm. Um, getting Darren's last week on the show and then this email and stuff. I just like to see like where other people's heads are at. I also like that Daniel went Mm -hmm. through like your kind of hierarchy, uh, the Ninja Turtle thing on there. Um, Mm -hmm. which I think is a fun 
list unto itself to think about mm-hmm. um, like a transporter and a leader and all that stuff so yeah um yeah it's just fascinating i, I think it, there's so many options of the list you can make that it's really opened it up and uh i love that like each each list i've heard so far has had someone i wish i could steal like exactly uh, right yeah gizmo from darren's list uh <laughs> that's exactly where my mind went i was like right but how did i miss gizmo <laughs> the first time he said it i was like god damn it that's a good one yeah, yeah. um furiosa though that's a that's a really good one i did that a lot mm-hmm. and i think i would like doctor who i just i've never gotten into that show i think it's one of the shows that i would like love that's out there but uh mm-hmm. it's almost like daunting there's so much backstory for it i don't really know where to jump in mm-hmm. and it's real daunting inferno i agree yeah i i <laughs> I feel like there's only so much pop culture that you can consume that mm-hmm. it's just like, and it was, uh, I guess restarted, uh, or I, not really a reboot, but you yeah. know, the doctor changes every once in a while, like morphs into a new form mm-hmm. or whatever. And it's like, how far, how, how far back do I need to go? Yeah. You know? Do so I need to start with, start with? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I don't know. I think if you can get like absorbed in it, mm-hmm. you're good, but it's, it's a lot. It's, really, it's a lot. It's a lot to get into. It's um, very heavy right now, and it's like there's a lot going on. There's, there's a lot going on right now, and it's like it's Doctor Who, the current one. The um, I can't remember her name, but if she could like um, get rid of COVID, that'd be great. Oh, it's happening. Okay, so most of the other countries are handling it better. Oh, um, man. it's just here. We fucked. We fucked. So we don't need a Doctor Who. We just need regular yeah. doctors and the we list just of them. Regular doctors. Yeah. Never would have thought. Never would have thought. Is there a doctor in America? Can you help us? Nobody. No. Canada. Hey. This is a big middle finger up from them right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good times, man. It's just we're feeling real strong here. Any mm-hmm. any international listeners to this show know um, we in America, we're doing great. Yeah. My mental right. health Everything. is fine. Guys. <laughs> Everything's going fine. We we're we got it under control. Who needs mailboxes? <laughs> Who needs them? Right? Get rid of them. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Hey, you know, if this other guy gets in office, it's going to be like pandemonium. You know, kind of like what's going on right now under the current leadership. It's <laughs> <laughs> my favorite thing. It's like people are like, hey, if, if Biden gets in office, it's going to be chaos. You know, like what's going on yeah. right now. You know how there's civil unrest and <laughs> major pandemic yeah. that nobody's really doing anything about? And then they're going to shut down the post office. Can you imagine? Oh, we're, we're doing that right now? Oh, great. Well, yeah, imagine once Biden gets in there. It's kind of, <sighs> yeah, it's like, it's like he's like, Biden would shut down the post office. Oh, I'll show you what it would be like. Go ahead and yeah. shut down the post office. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. That's not okay. how it works. All right. Man, good times. So, on a lighter note. Yeah. Murder. <laughs> I'm so glad I didn't take that drink. <laughs> no, no, Stephen. Uh, let's. I figure we do another uh, pop culture catch up. You let's know, it's it. uh, it's been a full week mm-hmm. since it's been hey. a full week since we talked about pop culture. Um, so there's stuff I want to talk about. There's stuff yeah. you want to talk about, and this is well the show to do that. Oh. Based on the title, <laughs> uh, let's do it. <laughs> Awesome. Well, do you want to start? I would love to hear what you've been up to. Me? No, sure. I wasn't ready for this, but okay. All right, I'll start. I'll my best. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> no, please, please. Okay. So, Stephen Robert Kirkman. You heard? You heard of this fella? Yeah, heard. Yeah. 
the um, co-creator of The Walking Dead mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and Invincible mm-hmm. Super Dinosaur. Yeah, a lot of uh, comic books that have, uh, are now going to new media. Outcast, totally. you know, things of this nature. He and one of my favorite artists, Chris Somney, have started a new series in the realm of comics, comic books, graphic novels, you know, that whole thing. The thing I like sometimes on occasion, daily. Um, they started a new book along with colorist Matt Wilson and letterer Russ Wooten called Firepower. Ooh. And Robert Kirkman, I call him Bobby Kirkman. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't call him that. Yeah. He would, I would just, he'd, yeah, he wouldn't stand for that. But um, they started this new series. Um, again, called Firepower, and it was supposed to come out. Uh, there's going to be a, um, well, first uh, Saturday in May is always Free Comic Book Day, mm-hmm. but because of the pandemic, that uh, got pushed back. So, and there were a lot of comic shops that were closed just because of mm. uh, restrictions on what could be open and, and what couldn't and whatnot. So, they made free comic book day extend out to like six weeks where certain publishers would have books like free comics drop on new comic book day, you know, for, you know, the six weeks, whatever. Mm -hmm. So one of the, the things that came out was the first issue of firepower, uh, as well as the prelude graphic novel, Mm. uh, of the same series. So if you wanted just like that first free issue, you can get that. And then that takes you into the world of, firepower uh, but then there's a whole like graphic novel that's about it's like nearly eight issues worth of story that leads up to it yeah and um it uh follows this guy named owen johnson who's an asian american um who was adopted um his by uh by white people and um he's trying to learn about his family and he um takes a trip to this monastery in china um it's at the top of this like super tall mountain and like he had previously studied martial arts and learned all, all these different uh fighting techniques but he he goes up there and there's this um this sensei that he comes comes across who is um uh look there's a lot of names in this mm-hmm. and i can't remember it just because again sure. my my brain is bad but um the sensei is uh he's like an old asian man but he wears uh, headphones, he wears Nikes, Ooh. and uh, he's got a little bit of uh, attitude. Not a bad guy, nice. just, you know, got some sass for your ass, oh. uh, I believe is how the, the kids say it. <laughs> but this is kind of what he, he looks like. Okay. Again, he's got, like a, got yeah. those Nikes on. You know, he's kneeling mm-hmm. at the national anthem, you know, show respect. Yep. Um, but uh, he's uh, he, he helps him learn the ability to... Well, the 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 people that are training there are trying to learn the ability to harness and control like like fire, essentially. Mm-hmm. Like, well, that sounds dumb because they can just like make they can make it. <laughs> it's not like a naked and afraid situation. Like they can just. What am I trying to say? They can like shoot fireballs, like oh, like okay, uh, yeah. like Ryu in Street Fighter mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, or they they used to be able to do that, and they're they're like trying to learn that technique again, and. Um, it's just like his journey through that and him learning about his parents and uh turns out his parents may not be so good so maybe it's Uh-oh. better that he got put up for adoption mm-hmm. um but uh yeah by the 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 what am i trying to say <laughs> brent come up with words man 
So the the thing I like about uh, Chris Somney and Russ Wooten, or I'm sorry, uh, Chris Somney and Matt Wilson's like art is they're like such a good team. They they worked on like a Black Widow series before and Daredevil before that, mm-hmm. uh, both through Marvel, and they're just a really like solid team. And so like anytime there's these like vast landscapes of like mountains or um, anything like that, like it's just fucking Ooh, gorgeous. Wow, yeah like beautiful like mountainscapes and whatnot and um there's a lot of uh especially like toward the end where um there's a a confrontation with the like big bad of of the uh the the graphic novel here there's a lot of like there's not really like talking there's not back and forth banter Mm -hmm. it's just like a lot of silent panels and so the art gets to do the storytelling yeah and i mean that in both like the the line artwork and the like coloring as well Mm -hmm. but steven i'd be remiss if i did not say that the lettering here by Russ Wooten is just fantastic. Yeah. There's something about like the word balloons are not perfectly round. Mm-hmm. They look almost like hand drawn, but I, I can tell they're done by computer and the font that's used is just, it's just fun to drink in with your eyeballs. Yep. It makes it like pleasant to read. So um, a big highlight for me there. Um, the story is very much like um, Iron Fist and like Dr. Strange mm-hmm. about like uh, an American going to, I don't know, like Tibet or, or wherever, some like East Asian place mm-hmm. and going up a mountain and coming across this, this, um, uh, mystical like leader and, and being trained in, in the ways of whatever the fantastical martial art ability would be. Uh-huh. Um, so th- there is that trope, but the main series, especially once you start with like these single issues, um, it jumps to like 15 years later. And Ooh. so he's already done his training. He's got a family. He's, he's, uh, you know, got a wife and, and two kids and everything. And he's being called back into the, um, the, uh, the monastery mm-hmm. essentially because, uh, some shit's going down. Some, some, uh, no good nicks are coming back into play and he's going to have to deal with that. Also, ninjas are in it. Ooh, I love ninjas. Who doesn't? Yep. You know? So, Firepower is a definite read. And, like, uh, it's... I, I've kind of hit, like, a, a little bit of a stagnation point with, like, some of the big two comics. Mm-hmm. So, it's nice to be able to to read something that's, like, all new. And by a, a creative team that's just, like, firing on all cylinders. Yeah. So... It's so good. That's I'm, awesome. I'm very happy with with Firepower. So check it out. It's uh, now available on like Comicsology and your digital readers. So that's something you might be interested in. Check it out. Cool. I looked up some mm-hmm. of the art while you were talking about it. Um, they actually mm-hmm. have a surprising amount. Even that picture you showed me of the uh, mm-hmm. the mountains uh, was mm-hmm. up there, which is cool. But uh, it looks really awesome. And uh, it is. Yeah. Kirkman's done with The Walking Dead now. Fully? Yeah, the 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 comic ended. Was it like last year? End of last year, beginning of this year, something mm-hmm. like that. Um, though they did produce a um, like a special Negan issue oh, okay. for comic shops, where they um, he and the artist Charlie Adlard uh, they put it together and they released it to comic shops free of charge. So the comic shops can just like mm. they didn't have to buy it. It's just something to help benefit those. You know, this is my favorite local businesses or yeah. comic shops so uh it's something to, to help those companies so There's, yeah o- outside of that issue it, yeah. the, the main series had ended yeah they're like um sorry that we surprised everybody by not continuing this other series um here's a free book and uh we're gonna do some <laughs> new stuff now <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but yeah I, th- yeah I think all 
all of those dropped at the same on the same day. So like the Firepower graphic novel, the the free issue and uh, free issue number one, and then the Negan mm. um, special issue all came out on the same day. So he's, yeah. he really does a lot of like interesting release things for like free comic book day and for launching his own like creative um mm-hmm. or his own creator own series so um he's just trying new stuff i i like the the idea behind that yeah that's awesome mm-hmm. yeah um yeah i would like to check that one out i haven't read a comic book in a while i was um mm-hmm. looking through my comiXology the other day just kind of scrolling through and stuff and i was like i've been trying to read some books but like right now it's just everything's so stressful it's just hard to like focus yeah. And mm-hmm. um, there's something pleasant as well about looking at comics, you know, the art and stuff and kind yeah. of drags you into the story and draws you into the story and mm-hmm. all that. So, uh, yeah, that's really rad. Um, need, need something new to read. So mm-hmm. that'd be cool. This is a good one. Yeah, right on. Yeah. Man. yeah. Well, let's you see. Let's see. Uh, I got a few things. Um, uh, so I, uh, I checked out a Netflix movie recently. Um, I was wondering if you okay. had seen called The Old Guard no uh also based on a comic that's right yeah i forgot about yeah. that um i think i mentioned that in the beginning um i i didn't realize that going into it i don't think but uh, another charlize theron you know our, our mm-hmm. very own furious as we talked about but cypher um, do what cypher from fast and furious oh Love yeah the yeah. dreadlocks and then later on the <laughs> wilson phillips haircut <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hold on for one more day charlize <laughs> I would have loved in the seriousness of all of her scenes with Dom. if She was just like, hold on for one more day. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, I'd be, I'd be curious about the comic of the old guard. Um, mm-hmm. I, and I'm curious what you would think of this um, to set it up. Basically, from the trailer that I had seen, it's a Netflix movie, uh, like I said, but um, she leads like a small group of warriors. And it's like pretty well known in the trailer, I think, uh, early on that they are like immortal warriors. So it's about them kind of fighting throughout history. And then there's obviously like a modern story that they're involved in some war. Um, and then there's like a, uh, a new entry into their team who, who has their same abilities. And so, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like, you know, this Netflix movie based on a comic book, as you'd said, but uh, I, it had gotten such good reviews. Everybody was talking about it when it first came out. And so I had picked it up uh, one day to, to check it out. And uh uh, I was curious though. What did you have you thought about watching this movie? Are you wanting to or the comic? Or yeah, itself? I thought. Yeah, I thought about it. Um, and I said no, fuck that. No, I just I, no strong feelings. Um, I yeah. actually mentioned it to my wife. I was like, hey, maybe we should watch this, and we just haven't put it on our yeah. rotation yet. And um, I haven't read the comic either. Okay. Um, I know Greg Roca. Roca. Good God, damn. <laughs> Greg Rucka wrote it. Uh, um, oh, wrote yeah. the uh, the comic, and he also did the uh, script for the movie as well, oh, okay. which is kind of rare yeah, that that happens, rare. but it makes sense mm-hmm. since it's creator owned and his thing and he can write. Yeah. So why not? <laughs> Clearly. I know it's different, different mediums, but it, you yeah, know, still though you, you can probably adapt yeah. to it pretty easily. But um, yeah, so I, I haven't read any of the, the comics. I know they've got, it was supposed to be just like one, like six issue series, mm. but then like later on, uh i think as rucker was writing the um the movie he and the the artist um i think it's leonardo fernandez um or fernandez something like that uh they had come up with like another story of of, like how to continue it gotcha and it'd be like a trilogy essentially 
that would so, work yeah 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 well they're like, they're like i want that netflix money so let's make mm-hmm. more comics so they'll pay us for more movies Hell yeah <laughs> make it rain son so this one has an 81 percent in rotten tomatoes right now and as i said that's mm-hmm. kind of what i had heard about it you know is that it was uh everybody really liked it i also mentioned it to my wife um you mentioned it to your wife bert is that what you said yeah craig i said it to awesome. her, yeah that's mm-hmm. good yeah. Uh, so i mentioned it to my wife uh mm-hmm. i think her name is Amanda. Amanda. yeah yeah okay that stays math canonically yeah <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah but um and yeah she was kind of lukewarm on it so eventually i just ended up watching myself but uh i, mm-hmm. I feel like it'd be an okay like you know it, it's good like afternoon movie or whatever but um i was watching it and i i think partly because it had such good reviews i really just didn't dig it that much i really like the idea of the premise um and i like charlie's theron but um it all felt a little too netflixy and okay. i was thinking about it afterwards i was telling my wife about it and i'm kind of glad uh, she didn't i don't think she would have liked it that much either um but it's uh there's a certain quality to netflix movies their shows i really like i find more mm-hmm. but the movies are really hit or miss and i find more misses than hits uh with their yeah. original stuff and it's just weird it's like um watching this movie it has it's this weird disconnect because it has the production value and the stars and they clearly like netflix is putting money into these These are real movies Mm -hmm. you know hundreds of millions of dollars um but they feel different than like theatrical releases like Mm -hmm. had i had i seen this in the theater i would have been more disappointed i feel oh like that it, it elevates a level and it doesn't like some of these netflix movies sometimes like don't feel like they're real movies like they don't they they have all the pieces there and they're okay but there's something missing that i'm just like they just feel kind of like you know a general action movie you know even though i had a cool story or whatever i still was like like i literally at one part was so bored during the fights i just fast forwarded like um, i just clicked the the 10 second thing on the apple tv remote just to be like i get it they're fighting like Mm -hmm. i just don't care and i I just want to get through the story a little bit so um it I might be the outlier here. Obviously, it has really good reviews from people. But um, yeah, for me, I was just kind of like, yeah, it's OK. <laughs> you know, yeah, I watched a Netflix action movie that can be said. So <laughs> that's kind of where I'm at with it. it. It did get a lot of like high praise, uh, especially regarding like the fight scenes and whatnot. So mm-hmm. that's that's surprising to hear. Um, and I, I kind of feel the same way. I, I can't put my finger on or in uh, why <laughs> there's a difference between. And I feel like that that's the same way for. Uh, like Prime Video and uh, like Hulu original movies as well. Yeah. Like I just can't quite figure out like what the difference is Mm -hmm. because like you said, the production quality is there. A lot of times the, uh, the actors they put in the movies are like solid, but there's just something that's like a little bit off with it. Yeah. They just don't feel like quite the same level. So yeah, Um, Yeah. this one fell into that camp for me, unfortunately. So it's not one I would really pick up again, but Mm -hmm. it was okay. You know, action movie if you just want to pick one up easy afternoon kind of thing um and they, i'd be interested to see what they could do with it with like a trilogy if they did do that the story is cool enough but um i honestly yeah. thinking back on it i can't even remember how it ends <laughs> i'm like yeah. yeah whatever um i would say though i was looking through the cast list and the the newcomer to their team is uh her name is kiki lane and mm-hmm. um, she's not anything that I've really seen, but I've heard of a lot of this stuff. But um, she was in If Beale Street Could Talk, which is a movie from a few years ago. Uh, mm-hmm. People like she's in Coming to America. That's supposed to come out this year. Apparently the sequel to that movie. 
Oh, um, wow. Okay. So maybe she plays like a daughter or something like that. But mm-hmm. um, basically what I'm getting to is, Brent, you should watch this movie for, for Kiki Lane. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I think you'll like I her said. a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe, maybe, I did too, uh, maybe Tina Turner and I will like, you know, <laughs> snuggle up on a on a sectional, maybe, perhaps a futon, maybe Ooh, a Papa's wow. on chair. Oof. Yeah. You know, Man, I'll that's let, sexy. I'll just like be cradled in Tina's arms and we'll watch. <laughs> We'll watch this movie together. <laughs> it sounds like a date. Yeah. It sounds like a good date. Uh, I do want to mention the uh, the artist for the uh, the Old Guard comic is Leandro Fernandez. Oh, just okay. to uh, have that on the record gotcha. here, um, because I assume we will be held in court yeah. uh, over this episode for multiple reasons. And, <laughs> yeah. I, and you know, it's, it's important we get the, the names right. So, I, yeah. I'm glad that you way did it's that. on the docket properly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If we're going to jail, we want to go to jail with accurate artist names. On the, exactly yeah. it's important okay yeah. <laughs> my god well what else you got man well steven i think i i think we just have to address the mm. song of the moment elephant that's in the room right now yeah yeah steven <laughs> steven what you know about that wop mm. Mm. do you know I heard the song for the first time yesterday. Did you? Oh my God. This is perfect. (laughs) Steven, I was not sure if you would even know what this is. Mm -hmm. If you've, I don't know how you could have heard it because this song is, is pretty, pretty, uh, uh, rap as it can be. Yeah. Of course I'm, I'm talking about the song WAP, which looks like WAP. Mm -hmm. I don't feel comfortable saying WAP on a recording because it's, it's like a, a racial slur for Italian Americans. Mm -hmm. I guess it just Italians in general. Yeah, I don't but, even know. I just know it's a bad thing I'm not supposed to say. And then yeah. I asked Amanda yesterday. I was like, I don't I don't know if it's WAP or WAP mm-hmm. or WAP, but I mm-hmm. even kind of whispered it. I was like, I don't want to say that. But then I heard yeah. it, and that seems to be correct. So, yeah. yeah. So, you know, if you're out there making a margarita pizza or <laughs> eating some spaghetti, you know, please please keep in mind we're not, we're not trying to be offensive. Yeah. But like, there's a rapper named uh, Fetty Wap. Yeah. And it's still W A P. Yeah. So. Okay. There you go. And also in this case, um, also spelled W A P, but it's an acronym of sorts. Mm-hmm. Um, have you heard the uncensored version, or is this the censored version? Amanda mentioned that she thought there was a censored version. We definitely did not hear that. I don't know how they could possibly <laughs> okay. do that. Uh, but Stephen, man, it's yeah, me, it's epic. This is why I want to bring this up. This song makes me so happy. I'm so happy this song exists <laughs> yeah. because, oh, it's awesome. first of all, this song is dirty as fuck. Yeah. But obviously the uncensored, but even the, the, uns- or I'm sorry, the censored version is filthy. Yeah. Filthy. Like, did you watch the music video or I haven't how did you yet. hear the, I was how wanting did you hear to hear the song? Uh, well, I've heard about it because uh, actually I heard about it because uh, conservative circles are, are really mad about it on the internets. Uh, basically mm-hmm. because women are talking about their bodies and mm-hmm. they want men well, like what to part? talk about. What part though? Uh, I'm confused. What's that? What's that stand for, Stephen? <laughs> the P stands for privates. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, but then I, I heard about it because of, uh, the awesome representative, um, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez mm-hmm. had, uh, said something about the post office or whatever, something cool. And mm-hmm. Cardi B said she better run when she's 35 for president. And, yep. AOC responded back with a new acronym. I can't remember what it was right now, like a political mm-hmm. acronym for WAP, mm-hmm. but she basically was like, we're badass bitches. 
Yeah. And Cardi B's mm-hmm. endorsing me, you know. And yeah. Uh, so, yeah, she had responded back, which I loved as a kind of a clap back against the conservatives that hated it, that she would appropriate mm-hmm. that and then change the acronym. Yeah. But we all know what she's referencing, and it's pretty amazing. So, yeah, that's, that's awesome. Uh, weirdly, Twitter, uh, political Twitter is how I heard about this song. So, mm-hmm. but then oh, yeah. I brought it up to Amanda yesterday on the way to her parents' house. <laughs> <laughs> And we put it on. I love it if it was like two minutes away from their house. Yeah. So you're like, oh, yeah, hey, real quick. We go in the door and we're just shell shocked. Yeah. Uh, we were both fucking dying, though. Like um, listening to the lyrics of this. Holy shit. It just gets like maybe worse and worse, but better and better. Right. Uh, yeah. As it goes on. So the, the dirtier it gets, the more I liked it. That's that's what I like about it. It's like mm-hmm. hip hop in general. There's a lot of like tongue in cheekiness to it. Yeah, I know a lot of like people who may not listen to it just think of it as violent for like violent sake or like overly sexualized or whatever. But there's it's it's like there's a bit of humor to mm-hmm. it and like you know wordplay is a lot of it. Yeah, and um, one of my my favorite lines in this song is uh, Cardi B says something about hit that dangly thing in the yes. back of my throat. Like that's my like, favorite line. She, she yeah. yes because. <laughs> I, I just love the idea that it's Cardi B. Like she's definitely a millionaire, right? Mm-hmm. She's she's surrounded by people that like even if she doesn't use the internet, she could just ask them, "Hey, what's that dingly thing called?" You yeah, know? right. Maybe I should like rhyme with that, but she didn't. Like maybe she does know that it's uvula, and it just like fit the rhyme scheme that she was in. Mm-hmm. Like there was there was some thought process to it, and I don't think people are taking the time to appreciate that. You know? Yep, I agree. It's important. Um. So, oh, yeah, I, I guess I didn't mention uh, this is a song by Cardi B and Megan The Stallion. And yeah, uh, I don't know her. It, I've heard that name, but mm-hmm. I didn't know her outside of this song. So nor did I. Yeah, I yeah. haven't heard anything from her, but she's a uh, she raps a lot faster than uh, than Cardi. Mm-hmm. But uh, man, I this is like the women's version of like Baby Got Back or yes. something like that. Yeah. There, there's so much rap that's just like vulgar toward women that I like that there's something like this for for for. Well, yeah, four women, you know? Um, yeah. And then, like, uh, even Nicki Minaj's um, Anaconda is, like, mm. super vulgar, but it's, it's like, on their terms, yeah. you know? Yeah, like, and it's, if they, they should be able to do, like, any guy can say whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and plus, it's fucking epic. <laughs> and yeah, they're right. awesome at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, the production of it is, yeah. is super good, and, like, man, it's just, like, a really, like, fun song. I, I could tell that that conservatives were going to be like pissed oh, off sure. like they get pissed off anytime anyone has something that's popular that is they don't understand or whatever yeah. but it's like it's just going to be more popular now like yep that's just gonna make it that, better that's how yeah. it works yeah. yeah yeah um yeah that that little dangly thing in the back of my throat what line was my favorite because uh same like you said it's like she could have just looked it up but it it lyrically the stuff before that leading into it is so fucking good and i was yeah. i was following every word which rap can and hip-hop can sometimes be hard for me to follow um like i need i need to see the lyrics and stuff but i could follow them and it was it just got better and better and then going into that line it was just so fucking smooth and it just mm-hmm. like it was just like this pop 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 and daily thing in the back of the throat. I was like, what? <laughs> it was just so fucking like, it made me, Amanda and I were just like cracking up. We were smiling so big. It was just like a fucking fun song, man. Like I want to hear it, it again is. right now. Uh, Megan has a, a couple of really good lines toward the end of it. Like in the fourth verse where she says, uh, switch my, 
uh, switch my wig, make him feel like he cheating. Um, <laughs> and then also, uh, if he ate my ass, he's a bottom feeder. Like oh, it's real, like gosh, yeah, that's it's good. like stuff you would say to crack your friends up. That's yeah. that's what I like about it. It's like yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah, so good way to yeah, put it. I so, like that. Yeah. Um. So, um, but then also, Stephen, the the best part is that. The censored version oh, is okay. still gross as fuck. Like the, <laughs> I watched the music video because I'd heard the song a couple of times, uh, like just as a song. But I was like, oh, I wonder what the music video looks like. So I looked at it, and it's like the, I guess the audio is censored, but the the chorus for it, even though it's like W A P, and like you said, we know what that P stands yeah, for. Yeah, do. You know, credits. I mean, yeah, kind kind of kind of sort of yeah. Um, Parts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Growing up, uh, I referred because uh, my mom. Uh, mm-hmm. I referred to it as the goody goody, and the <laughs> and the and the butt was the popo, the goody goody and the, the popo. popo. Yeah. Oh shit! So, There's a lot of popo talk in rap as well, but it's like a different, a different thing. kind of popo. Exactly. Yeah, like Jay Z's talking about, you know, uh, fuck the popo, and you're like, oh, oh like, really? Oh, you stick a dick in the booty? Okay, I get it. I'm, I'm with it. Yeah, I'm cool. Grow, I'm hip. Growing up, uh, any kind of like softcore porn I ever caught on Skinamax or, you know, scrambled mm-hmm. televisions, whatever. I, I legit thought that any doggy style was a butt thing. I didn't I didn't oh, know yeah. you could access the vagina from mm-hmm. that angle. So I was just yeah. like, I, I really grew up thinking a lot of people are having butt sex. <laughs> because that's an easy softcore porn thing to do. You can show no uh, parts. It's just two side figures and their side butts. And there's yeah. like not a lot going on. They can cover the boobs. They can like they can really get away with things and make it look dirtier than it really is. And in my right. head, it's all dirty because they're all in the butt. That's right. That really mm-hmm. uh, warped my view, I guess you could mm-hmm. say. So, yeah, um, but I'm cool with it. But I'm cool with it. Hey. <laughs> I see what you did there. Um, but anyway, the the censored version of this is wet and gushy. <laughs> gushy? Wow. What? What's even the point of censoring it? Wow. Somehow that seems like more explicit to me. Yeah, a little bit. You know? Yeah. Man, I like it though. Because it's like it's kind of like doubling back on the premise of wet, but also mm-hmm. like not only is it wet, it's like you know if it were like a. <laughs> A light mist outside and your grass was wet. But then also there was a geyser. Yeah. It was just like. <sighs> oh, man. Yeah. So it was like rooster tailing your yard. Man. Wet and gushy. Wet and gushy. Yeah, it really yeah. does. Like the more I think about it, the more I hear it. It's yeah. like it's pretty mm-hmm. descriptive. Yeah. And unto itself. Um, yeah. I'm reading, but I'm glad. I'm glad we're on the same page. Yeah. I'm glad you, you think it's fun as well. It's just. You know? uh, yeah, it was really clever. And I like that um, Cardi B in general, I like how she just kind of does her thing. I don't I don't mm-hmm. follow her a lot, um, mm-hmm. but she really like takes no shit from anybody. And yeah. uh, I really dig that. And um, mm-hmm. she I believe it was Cardi B that was in the movie Hustlers. Um, yeah. Right. And that she was great mm-hmm. in that. And that really kind of sold me on her because I didn't know her music that well. So this is actually the first song of hers that I've really like listened to. I, th- I feel like all the oh, way through, okay. uh, I'm sure yeah. I've heard more of her stuff on the radio or, you know, kind mm-hmm. of in pop culture, but, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> it makes me think too of, uh, cause it totally works for this, uh, for this song, but at a, in book smart, uh, when they're in the car and they're, they're watching like lesbian porn to figure out how it works. And the Jason Sudeikis plugs it into the stereo and you just hear this like, 
<laughs> and he's like, oh, was that Cardi B? Like, to me, like, that's definitely Cardi B. And now she proved it, right. man. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> So oh man i'm glad you brought it up i almost uh i almost had that on my list today too so oh that's so awesome you yeah wow wow i'm glad that you had heard it i know right I feel like we had a good conversation about it yeah and uh you know wap for everyone you know <laughs> wap forever hashtag wap forever <laughs> i think it would make the world a better place i think so I really everybody's do. happy with that I really right do. you know everybody um, you know that's good for everyone yeah <laughs> Yeah, I really I can't wait to actually go back and listen and wa- like read the lyrics now because I was in the car when I first heard it. But like I said, I heard pretty much everything, but uh, I need to see mm-hmm. it all spelled out and just oh yeah get the genius Definitely. of it. So yeah, I'm excited mm-hmm. to go revisit that later on. Um, yep. Yeah, good good call, man. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, what else do I got? What else do I got? Um, so I watched this movie on uh, I think it was Amazon Prime that I found it on. Um, it is called After Midnight. And it's hmm, a okay. uh, like a horror movie that it's like low budget. Um, I had heard about it on some of like my movie sites like uh, Slash Film or maybe I'd seen something on Reddit about it. Some people really liked it. And um, it has a really cool poster. Uh, it's like this heart uh, with like a creature coming out of it. Um, you can see that. That's what I'm looking at. Oh, yeah, that is cool. It's this bad like antlers. Thing. Yeah, it's like antlers and leaves and you don't really know what's going on. It's like this monster thing and um i really didn't know much about it and i'm gonna kind of leave it that way for this too but um the people involved is why i had heard about it the uh it was written and directed by this guy named jeremy gardner and um he has i'm trying to think what else he's done some stuff that i um i've heard about more than i've seen but this was i guess the first one of his that i'd really seen and i really liked it but um he is also connected to the guys who did spring um, I guess he's actually he might even be in that movie. Um, Justin Benson. And um, oh. do you remember that guy? We talked about Spring and their other movie uh, about the two dudes. Um, they're like in the uh, locked in the cabin. Yeah, dude's dude. Oh. Where's my car? <laughs> Resolution. Right? Yeah, then, there we uh, go. That's what I said. The uh, the endless was the mm-hmm. other one. Right. So he's like connected with those dudes. Justin Benson is actually in this movie a little bit oh, uh, as okay. an actor. Um, but yeah, it's like a. It's really cool. I liked it because I, I'd heard about it. I heard about this crew. I liked the people involved in it. It was like a low budget thing. They were kind of like, he's been tweeting about it. Like it's kind of like the, the little movie that could, you know, he's just so stoked to be here and have people like his little flick, which I think is pretty awesome. Um, but what really caught me was, um, I have this story idea that I've had for years and years about this creature kind of like i i imagine it more of like stranger things when that came out that it was kind of like ideas that from that but about this creature that would steal uh this guy's wife and take her into like an underground like closet world mm-hmm. and he would have to like go get her but i had this it was pretty much like a short story i had this idea of and at the end of the short story and my idea his wife is gone and nobody believes him and he's just sitting like in a lawn chair with a shotgun in front of his closet just like waiting for like a monster to come out and yeah. I'm watching this movie and it was amazing because I have our projector set up in our bedroom right now. So it's like mm-hmm. a it's above our bed. It's across, you know, it's like the, the, the foot of our bed, the wall. It's like this big screen. Uh, my wife was tired that night. She went to sleep. I was I usually just scroll through Amazon Prime and Netflix for like an hour trying to find something to watch. I heard about this one. I was like, I'm going to go ahead and give it a shot. It was like 1214 when I started it. So it was like just after midnight. And yeah. It's a quick movie. It's like an hour and a half. And I start this movie 
And uh, basically the premise of it is this guy's wife has left and uh, some kind of monster is attacking him in the night, his house uh, from out in the woods. They kind of live like in a farmhouse. And one of the first shots you see is him sitting in front of the door and in a, in a, on a couch with a shotgun. And he's all like bearded and disheveled. And I was like, it was like it hit me like a vision. Like I was like, this is what I was wanting to make. Yeah. And so it felt really familiar to me, but also like it's like, oh, this is like the kind of people that would make a movie that I was kind of wanting to make, which is really kind of cool. And I hope that it turns out well. Right. And yep. uh, as I'm watching it, I fucking fell in love with this movie. It was oh, awesome. so much fun. Uh, it's like it's dark. It's kind of depressing, but it's uh, it's like a monster flick. Um, it's kind of cerebral and like you don't know if the monster like nobody believes him. So you don't know if it's real um, mm-hmm. They hinted it's like, you know, like a manifestation of his like depression because his wife left and you're like, you don't know really what's going on. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it just it plays against tropes and it's just kind of a, a real quick, fun, low budget, you know, dirty little monster movie. And uh, I just really had like a ball with it. Um, everybody that online had, had talked about it um, saying, you know, good things and stuff. I'm really glad because I don't know that I would have picked it up otherwise. But uh, mm-hmm. super fucking cool, and uh, I would highly recommend it. So you can uh, look, awesome. yeah, you can watch it on Prime Video. So I definitely check that one out. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like something Optimus would watch. So right. it makes sense. You get that's, it. Yeah. Again, yeah, yeah. it's He's that's a good how you can figure it out. It's it just makes <laughs> all the sense in the world, honestly. But uh, yeah, it sounds awesome, especially like since it's an hour and a half. There's a lot of movies yeah. I've come across recently where I'm just like, but why is this two hours? Right? Like, why? Yeah. Why? Why is it? Uh, yeah, but, this is um, 83 minutes. Damn. So it's less. <laughs> Shorter than The Lion it's King. Sh- yeah. It's short, but that's great. It's uh, I like a fast movie. It reminds me of like a, a quiet place in that way. Um, just okay. like a fast bullet of a movie. You know, you just yeah. get in, get out with monsters and it's just cool. And um, yeah, and I dug him. I, I think he's uh, he's he wrote it, directed it, and he's the star. He's the dude uh, Hank? with the beard. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. I'll um, tell you what. Yeah. Yeah. Damn it, Bobby. Um, but yeah, it was really cool. So that's awesome. Yeah. We'll check that out. Yeah. Yeah. It's also yeah. like a good time, you know? Yeah. Maybe not for the ladies. You know, I don't think my wife would have liked it. Um, no, they have WAP, you know, right. they've got, they got <laughs> the repeat. WAP to worry about. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> so yeah. All right. Back to me, Stephen. Mm. I've listened to an album <gasps> of music. What? Musical notes involved. Lyrics involved. Humans involved. Muppets. Back to you, huh? Muppets. Mu- no. No Muppets. No involved. Muppets. Okay. No Muppets. This well, time. it's not gonna be an album. No I Muppets. Like. No Go Muppets. Ahead. No Muppets. Um, I listened to the album "Professional Rapper" by rapper Lil Dicky. <laughs> awesome. So you talked about his show, right, Dave? Yeah, Dave. Yeah. I need to check that. I and, forgot about that. Yeah. Oh man, it's so good. Um, so I I listened to his album, and there's just like, man, it's just so good. Yeah, it's just hitting. Like I it came that. out in 2015. It came oh, out in wow. 2015. Um, he's released a few singles here uh, and there, and been like a guest uh, on or a featured artist on like uh, a Justin Bieber song and mm-hmm. all this other stuff. But um, for he's so funny. But like, I've I've come to realize that it's not a situation where it's like here's a comedian who's 
a rapper, it's like, here's a rapper who can be funny mm-hmm. is the better light to look at it. And because um, even though he is like very clever with his like wordplay and his lyrics and his like setups and delivery of things, um, he's there's are, are a couple of songs on here where he's just like lays down. I'll I'll say it, Stephen, your, your favorite term for rap music. He's got them bars, you know, <laughs> he can spit those rhymes. And um, there's a song on here called Bruh. It's like the mm-hmm. eighth track. And there's no chorus to it. The The music to it is very, like, minimal, and that is just, like, drums. And he's rapping over it, like, from front to back, and it's just, like, he's got so many, like, excellent punchlines on there. Uh-huh. And he's not, like, trying to be, like, funny, funny, like he is on some of his songs. He's he's just, like, really, really, like, super talented mm-hmm. with with rapping. Like, that's kind of all there is to it. And then there's a song in the latter half of the album called The Antagonist, where he does a similar thing and um you know in in between there there's or like kind of throughout the album there's um audio of him talking to his parents about like being a rapper (laughs) and and all this stuff which is pretty funny um and there's a lot of like really good music videos that are you know available on on youtube that you can watch um there's one in particular called pillow talking yeah where it's like it's oh you've have you seen it Uh uh-huh yeah Oh my God, it's a 10 minute song. Yeah. And a lot of his songs are super long. Uh, like the aforementioned Bruh is like six minutes long. The antagonist is also, I believe, six minutes long. Uh-huh. But Pillow Talking, 10 minutes long. And it's oh, about it's a great him video, yeah. like talking to a woman after they just had sex. And uh, he, like in the song, he does the, the voices for both himself and, and the woman. Um, but also, it has his greatest feature on the album. The, the album features like, Snoop Dogg, uh, Fetty Wap, the aforementioned mm-hmm. Fetty Wap, um, Rishomi Kwan, uh, a, a lot of like really good features. Um, there's a, a track on there where uh, Hannibal Burris is oh, nice. is is um, is on there. But the greatest feature on this entire album is from his own brain, who <laughs> does featured vocals, <laughs> and um, it's on the song "Pillow Talking" mm. and the brain comes into play and like tries to break down like this, this woman's opinion, but his brain is very dumb and very slow. Yeah. And, um, man, they like really like, they have like this weird, like post coital conversation about, um, d- like, do you fuck with the war? Like, like, is that something you're into? J- because he hears that her, her brother's like in the military. Mm. And then that leads him to thinking like, well, like, is the military prepared for aliens? And he gets like, <laughs> like really in his head about it. And then um, she's like, no, I'm not, you know, I'm not really like into aliens because that's, you know, it come to find out like she's religious. And then so that's when he brings the brain in to like break down like, like, so you don't believe in aliens, but like, <laughs> like how was the world created? And like God created like earth. And it's like, let me put some dinosaurs on that bitch. And then he was like, Oh no, let me take the dinosaurs off that bitch. It's boring. So let me put humans on there instead. And then it's like a really like hysterical, like back and forth, uh, like throughout the song. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's really good. I can't recommend this album highly enough. Awesome. If you want to listen to some like hip hop, because it's like very approachable because it's so funny, but also it's very good as well. Yeah. Like from a production level, from a, a lyrics, or lyrical level um it's it's very good and i just recently downloaded his mixtape which came out two years previous in uh, 2013 which i'm gonna listen to and uh man i'm just like all on little dickie's dick right now it's just (laughs) you can say it's all about it yeah yeah 
So well, that's hopefully awesome. he releases some some new new music in mm. the way of like an album soon. Yeah, because I'm I'm ready for it. My body is ready oh, yeah. for it. Yeah. Um, yeah, when you mentioned the show recently, I hadn't heard of anybody that had seen it. I didn't know anybody that had seen it yet, but uh, I liked mm-hmm. him from YouTube. I'd seen some of his videos over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's funny because he's he's funny, but he's really fucking good. And like, yeah. lyrically, it's it's fun to to feel his flow and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he did a song last year called Earth that he yes, had like a yeah. lot of people on. It's like animated and stuff. Um, I think it came out this year, at the beginning of this year. Holy fuck! Before the apocalypse so happened, yeah, seven or eight years ago. <laughs> seven or eight years, yeah. Um, and uh, but that I liked that one. Um, but um, whenever you mentioned the show last week, I wanted to. I was going to bring up because I haven't listened to his album. I've mostly found him on YouTube for like a few of those songs. Pillow talking was mm-hmm. one, and then uh, I think the first song that I found of his is called White Dude. Um, I don't know if what album it's from or whatever. You don't know this song. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it might be from his mixtape. Let me okay. let me look it up. There's a video speaking. for it. That's why I knew it. But um, okay. I like it. I showed it to Amanda once, and I <laughs> obviously I'm a white dude, uh, mm-hmm. and this and little Dicky's a white dude, and uh, the video is basically like how white dudes can get away get get away with anything. Um, yeah. So he's like, uh, I could have been a girl or any ethnicity. I, I'm rolling up with the top back. I ain't got to worry where the cops at. I ain't got to wear a fucking boss, bra strap. And it basically is like making fun. Like he smokes a like a, a bowl or a joint in front of cops while they're arresting mm-hmm. a black dude like behind him. And they, like yep. he just like doesn't care. But like Amanda didn't take to it as well. And I I I realized like I was like, oh, and I watched this, he's not bragging about being a white dude. He's highlighted the injustices that he's yeah. allowed to get away with and nobody else is. Mm-hmm. That's why it's funny. It's yeah. not he's not I, and I was like, I think you have to know what he's really like. And some of his other music, and he seems like an yeah. ally. He's not doing mm-hmm. a white dude song as like white power or like no, we're the no, best. Mu- no. He's he's like, hey, yeah, I can get away with anything. That's funny, but I'm gonna highlight it in a way, you know, to to make a point. Um, yeah. And so, and lyrically, that song is just really funny and it's catchy as fuck. Um, so I like that one. But uh, the only song I found of his outside of videos, I, I think, is from the album you're talking about. And I, I remember finding it one day, uh, Spotify, you know, will suggest things that have like uh, playlists um, made for you, like on Mondays or whatever, like Discover Weekly, mm-hmm. I think. And uh, it popped up on there one day because I was listening to other things around him or whatever. And mm-hmm. um, it's this song where he's like going to meet with Snoop to like produce the album. <laughs> yeah, professional rapper. Okay, yeah, it's like the name of the song. Okay. Um, yeah. And it's like so absurd. I, I remember, li- I can still remember it. It was like a few months ago. And I was mowing the lawn listening to that. And this, it's oh a, my God. <laughs> there's like That's a receptionist so who's like, you guys want any iced tea? You want me to suck your dick? And it's like, uh-huh. what? <laughs> yeah. And he ends up asking what kind of tea. <laughs> yeah. And she like goes into it. And he's like, uh, actually, you know, if I could get some head, that'd, that'd, that'd be great. great. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it was just so absurd. But like his back and forth with Snoop was cool. And like, I guess yeah. being with Snoop in general is kind of like a stamp of approval. Right. So right. Uh, it was like, I had liked him. But I don't know hip hop and rap enough. So like sometimes I, I might like him, but I'm like, he's I didn't think he was that big in that world. I, I was surprised mm-hmm. whenever the Earth video came out and it had so many stars and celebrities involved in yeah. the voices and stuff. I was like floored. I was like, oh, my God, I didn't realize he was like known. And then yeah. I was like, it's like you said, like this album came out like five years ago. I just had no idea or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's like, oh, he's been with Snoop. He's he has like all these people on his album and stuff. And um, mm-hmm. I'm so glad that you've gotten into him. Cause it makes me want to get into him 
Yeah. Let's just both get in that little dick, man. Let's do it. Let's let's <laughs> climb inside that little dick, you know? Um, I wanted to say that the um the, the the song you were talking about, White Dude, is on his uh, mixtape okay. again from 2013 called So Hard. Um and uh yeah, it's on there with his other songs, Ex Boyfriend, Jewish Flow, and of course, Grimy as a Gooch. Um <laughs> So I'm looking forward to listening yep. to those. Oh, man. Um, and the other thing I wanted to say is, uh, have you seen the music video for Save That Money? Uh, I don't think I know that one now. You should watch yeah? it. Like, so the the, pro- the premise of it is that he's uh, shooting a video for a song called Save That Money, which is about saving that money and being cheap and, you know, frugal and everything. Uh, and, you know, he is a Jewish rapper. And I'm not <laughs> saying that. I, okay, look, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not putting that out there. He himself is saying that. So there's a lot of, like, stuff throughout the uh, song that um uh fits a stereotype i don't know that he's like that in real life but it's you know again it's uh being comedic yeah. in a both a like a, a comic way and then also you know being a clever wordplay for a rapper okay that was <laughs> that one okay i think we're good that's good the for ditch. the court transcript that's a good one exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh I, I i do not support that that theory um so yes um anyway so um but in the video they're trying to make the most epic rap video they can without spending any money. Uh-huh. So he goes to all these and they live in California. So he goes to all these mansions and asks people if they're willing to let him like shoot in their mansion for like 15 minutes. He does the same thing with trying to get on a boat for 15 minutes. That's awesome. He does the same thing. We're trying to get in a club for 15 <laughs> minutes. Like, and like getting cameos and all this stuff. And there's actually a documentary, like a 20 minute documentary on making that music oh, awesome. video. That's on YouTube as well. That's awesome. Yeah, I would love that. Um, but it's crazy the shit they get away with for like free. And a lot of the, a lot of the clothing he wears um, in that documentary, he mentions that he either um, got super cheap from like overseas, mm-hmm. or it was given to him, or or whatever. So that's um, awesome. It's like a hundred dollars car. Yeah, yeah, he goes to a car dealership to see if they can um, let him use a car <laughs> for fifteen minutes. <laughs> That's you know? awesome. And That's it's pretty just smart. so fucking good. It really yeah. is. Yeah. Like for a, an up and like a real up and coming artist who wanted mm-hmm. like make a bomb ass video. Yeah. It's like, especially with like, uh, don't even ask like drone technology and stuff. It's just like, yeah, this is my mansion. Oh shit. They're coming. All right. We got to go, but I got that yeah. shot, you know, like <laughs> that's right. Yeah. You just need like one. Yeah. So I'm going yeah. to this Mercedes Benz dealership. I'm just going to sit in this car. My friend's going to take a video of me real quick. All right. No mm-hmm. big deal. And then you yeah. just like blast your music and go for it till they kick you out. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. I would definitely check that out. That uh, that video and the documentary sound great. So yeah, awesome. Yep. Yeah, he's. Uh, uh, I'm glad you like him. I uh, I forget about him sometimes. It just pops up on my mm-hmm. YouTube every once in a while, and I'm like, oh yeah, I like that dude. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna check that out yep. more, and then eventually I'll check out Dave as well because that sounds pretty great. So oh, it's so good. Yeah, it really is. Um, yeah. Another thing you had mentioned, uh, and we were talking about kind of last week with Darren. You, we, we, Darren and I were talking about the Umbrella Academy season two, and then oh, yeah. um, you talked about Doom Patrol. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I went back, I don't remember, I don't remember if I had finished that actually, uh, Umbrella Academy season two by the time we talked about that. I feel like mm-hmm. I was in the middle no. of it, but uh, anyway, I liked how it ended. Season two was really fucking good. Um, I liked it okay. more than the first season, and uh, I liked how it all kind of played out and everything. It was really cool. Um, yeah, so. Uh, and maybe even though I didn't like the first season as much, it made me want to go back. So I've been rewatching. I'm about halfway through the first season now. And I'm, okay. I'm happy to report that now I love the characters enough that I understand 
more of their motivations in the first one and kind of I'm okay with sort of the slowness of it as they were exploring things and kind of getting to know each other again because it's kind of like it's like all these kids that were like a, a superhero team and then 13 years later after they've all like fallen away from each other they come back together so they're trying to yeah they're all angsty and stuff and like the angst in the first season was really annoying the first time uh mm-hmm. this time i'm like oh i kind of get you know i've gotten more of their backstories and more of their characters and stuff but uh it's been really enjoyable all over again but uh now i really want to watch doom patrol because i just want to watch okay. like a you know it's kind of like a same like superhero group you don't really know these people or their powers mm-hmm. uh, as well and stuff and they're kind of getting a little you know little antics and stuff and it's it's just mm-hmm. clever or whatever so after you talked about doom patrol now i want to check that one out that was on hbo mm-hmm. max though right that you watched it that? is yeah okay mm-hmm. so i'd gotten rid mm-hmm. of that for august so whenever i get it again or something i'll i want to check that out but uh yeah, yeah it's just been a good like umbrella academy season two and then mm-hmm. watching the first one again and then like doom patrol i'm like this I'm like some good superhero shows right now that I'm digging. So I think the second season of Doom Patrol just wrapped up as well. Oh, yeah. I'm only like, I think three episodes into season two, but by the time you get back yeah. to HBO, uh, HBO Max Fury Road, yeah. um, it should be two seasons worth of it on there for you to, to binge watch. And yeah, That's it's like do it. characters with like weird powers and like, how do they, how do they function? Like, are they like a, because they're not like a traditional team mm-hmm. and same thing with umbrella academy at least from what i remember from the comics or whatever mm-hmm. you know yeah so. i like the idea of like uh kind of like the umbrella academy is definitely like more of like a, a bumbling team like mm-hmm. they they all have powers but they don't really work well together and uh it's not like watching the x-men or something or the avengers right. and you see them like mm-hmm. you know it's all cinematic and they're flying all around each other and bouncing blasts off of shields and you know using each other's skills or whatever uh the umbrella academy is kind of like they're all out for themselves and they all hate each other because they're siblings so you know they have that kind of dynamic going on and they like Mm -hmm. tease each other and you know they're mean to each other and whatever but um but yeah i I really uh dug the end of that second season a lot and it it kind of helped the first season you know be a little bit better on the rewatch so i've been enjoying it again too which is nice because now that I like those characters, I, I kind of really like mm-hmm. those characters and yeah, it's kind of cool. So yeah, this is, this has had the opposite effect for me where I'm into doom patrol right now. And that makes me want to go and watch umbrella Academy. There you go. Perfect. And we'll it's not like I had like any reservations about watching umbrella Academy. Mm-hmm. It's just like, again, like there's just so much yeah. to consume and I've, <laughs> yeah. you know, I've read the comics and everything. So I, yeah, it's something I need to rectify. Yeah. Soonish, you know? Yeah. So whenever you can, yes. you know, yeah, next eight years or so. Yeah, sometime in there. I mean, you got yeah. a lot of options, so yeah. you'll get to mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I do like Eventually. the first season ended and uh, it, it kind of like finished the story, but then it's like a big cliffhanger. And the second season also like finished their story. And then there's like a really huge cliffhanger. And so uh, it, it felt fine, though, especially at the end of the second season. Uh, it's it's a smaller cliffhanger, uh, mm-hmm. I guess. And um and it, like they're just watching the movie cliffhanger just watching on Stallone. vhs mm-hmm. oh my god yeah on vhs the way, they wa- the, the way it was meant to be seen that's right they get to the last <laughs> last eight minutes of the movie and then the the tape gets like oh. caught up in the the wheels oh my god i've been watching how will it end <laughs> yeah. i've been watching these like really shitty um horror movies and stuff on amazon prime like i was talking about sleepaway camp two and three the other day you know mm-hmm. uh, i put one on the other day and uh, there's literally a scene towards the end of the movie where I, I was like, I put on the background, right? So I'm not really watching. 
um, which is like cheesy horror movies from the 80s. And I'm like on my computer and I realized like it's like a VHS screen on on TV. It's like all like messed up, like the lines, um, like it's all fuzzy and stuff. And I was like, did I just see that? And I rewound it. And it's like it's as if this movie is so old and bad. They only had a VHS copy. And I'm not even kidding. This is on <laughs> Amazon Prime. It has a VHS yeah. glitch for like 30 seconds during one oh my scene God. and you can't like see them at all. You can kind of hear them and stuff. But I was like, this huh. is the, that means this is the best version of this movie we have. That's crazy. Wow. It was so weird to see again. That was kind of a, it was almost like a little heartwarming nostalgia, you know, did it so. like fuck up the audio as well? A little bit. I, I feel like I could yeah. hear them enough. I feel like it had to have, cause that always did. Right. Like it would, I can almost hear that sound, yeah, yeah, whenever it goes across the screen, you see it. But it was it was mostly the video. I feel like the rest of it was, was mostly fine, but I can't remember what it yeah. was right now. I've been watching a bunch of these, it's like, shitty 80s, like, rip-offs of, you know, uh, slasher mm-hmm. films and stuff. Um, this is, again, like, something in the woods. It was, like, a, a female, again, a female killer. I've been really digging female killers lately. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they just do everything better. You know what? Hillary gets in office, you know? <laughs> Death panels, am I right? That's right. Yeah. Benghazi. <laughs> Who is Benjamin Ghazi? I hear a lot he? about him. Who uh, is this guy? But yeah. VHS, man, that's where it's at, basically, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, do you have anything else you want to talk about today? Uh, you know what? I think I'm good. Those yeah. are the big three that I really set gotcha. aside that I wanted to discuss. Yeah. You know? What about you? Oh, well, I have this ongoing list, but I think those are really good. I think this was... I don't want to tempt fate. This has been a, a decent episode mm-hmm. so far. I think mm-hmm. we've been talking for a little while, so I think it's, you know, keep it a little bit shorter. It's good. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Look, we got, we got stuff to pad out the rest of the episode. Yeah. I think. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Our outtakes in this one are killer guys. Go listen to those. Yeah. Oh my God. Way yeah, why are you even listening to this part yeah. of it? I'm like, yeah, I would don't do it. Definitely fast forward through this. this yeah. Is super boring. Pull Steven. Just scrub all the way to the back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, well, yeah, so, uh, definitely keep letting us know if you have any, uh, any audience team ups, I would love, you mm-hmm. know, Britain, I would love to hear those. Uh, it's been so fun listening to our friends come up with their, their teams as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely send those into us, um, rate yeah. and review us in your favorite podcast apps. You can contact us through the show notes, all the info's down there. So, uh, yeah, give us a shout if you feel like it. Otherwise, um, leave us alone. <laughs> Well, I got very dark, turn, very right? quick. I don't know. Yeah. Where that came from. Wow. Sorry. Yeah. I've been really mm-hmm. having like some like demon reflux. This like just comes up my oh. throat and I can't, I can't, it's hard to hold it back. It's like, it's like, it tastes like brimstone and bile. Yeah. You got to stop sitting in front of that closet with a catcher's mitt. Like you said, you, I mean, maybe a gun is the way to go yeah, instead maybe. of like catching it and then like popping it like popcorn chicken <laughs> in your mouth. We keep just feeding this guy demons and he just keeps eating them like popcorn chicken. He just loves popcorn chicken. <laughs> Yeah. Which I do. They know me. Oh, Stephen, I had popcorn chicken on Friday and it was glorious. <gasps> I had oh, Popeye's so chicken on Friday and I'm going again today because I can't get over it. <laughs> oh my god! What the the chicken sandwich? Just the strips this time. I do like their oh, sandwich okay. though. Um, yeah. If I'm gonna, I've realized lately though the other places I've been getting chicken sandwiches, I always just want the spicy chicken from Wendy's specifically. Yeah. So every time, like, uh, we got the like, the Popeye's one. Um, I can't remember where I got one from recently that wasn't very good. I just, it always just makes me miss Wendy's more than anything, you know? Steven, have you come across a human in our actual reality that pronounces Popeye, like the character, mm. as Pie Pie? 
Have you ever come, come across that? I don't think so. I don't like that, though. I grew up with a child. His name, you know what? His name is Tyler, okay? Uh-huh. I'm not going to reveal his last name. Do I know Tyler? No. Okay. Uh, okay, last name is Durden. He's right here oh, with God. me right now. Yeah. <laughs> We're wearing the same clothes and same face. <laughs> Brent's been talking next making, to a mirror this entire time. <laughs> we keep making all the soap and, you know, destroying these buildings. I don't, I don't know what's don't going know what's on, but look, uh, your skin is thirsty. Why not <laughs> nourish it? You know? <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, he would always say pie pie. And even Ugh. as a child, like I was pretty like, you know, as a child, you're like pretty cool and you just want to play with your friends and let shit go. But I was, I would grind everything to a halt and be like, yeah. I'm sorry, pie, pie pie. Yeah. What's pie pie? Why you? It's pop I. Let me spell it out for you. And, you know, I'm not a strong speller now. And I certainly wasn't one when I was younger, when I was learning what letters were. Uh-huh. But I remember spelling it out, like, on the chalkboard and being like, pop I. It's pop I. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, pie pie. Oh. I'm like, no. It sounds very childlike. No. Yeah, that a child would it think does. that's what it is. Oh, he was a real fucking idiot. <laughs> he, re- he really was. This was last year. And I told him. He's a yeah, dumb, dumb. To- yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, that was last year when I was in third grade. Yeah. Moving on to fourth year, this year, maybe. I don't May, know. We'll you're see. hoping out, but you're not. You, you're scared to go back. Obviously. Yeah. So. Yeah, I can't. So. Yeah. I might go back to second and do that yeah. again. That's probably breeze good. through that, build up my confidence. That'd you be know. good for you. Yeah. Yeah. I like that yeah. idea. Um, I saw you made me think of a. I saw someone's comic online the other day. I have no idea where it's from, or I mentioned mm-hmm. the title or the artist, but it was like a four panel. It was like a mom and her baby. The first two panels, the baby's saying stuff like words like uh, instead of daddy mm-hmm. or whatever. It, it's saying like they're they're always like off a little bit uh, like mm-hmm. pooter for computer and stuff. And yeah. the mom's like, ha ha ha. And then the child has uh, the third panel. The child has a Voltron action figure and he's like Ultron. And the mom is like, it's like this text paragraph and it's like no that is not ultron ultron belongs to the marvel universe voltron is totally different <laughs> and it's wow it's like this mom is like can't let this go but like everything else is hilarious and i feel like mm-hmm. that to my bones i'm like oh no 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 no, not popeye it is popeye you gotta know there is yeah. a difference and you have and to know between ultron and voltron so of course yeah. uh I, I love that comic immediately just based right? on the premise alone yeah. i'm gonna have to drag it down also um going back to the the popeyes thing like with popeyes as a chain mm-hmm. being more um well i guess like widespread yeah um and you know you see the commercials all the time now especially with the uh the the reigning king champion of the uh, their chicken sandwich you know blowing up everywhere mm-hmm. hopefully tyler's out there he's like I hope he's in some type of support group. He's like, hi, my name's Tyler. I've been saying Pie Pie. It should be Popeye. And, you know, thanks to the Popeye's commercials, I know that now, mm. and I feel a lot better. Also, does anyone want some soap? Because um, I've got, got a lot of it. I like... Th- anyone live in a, a, sky, a Skyrise building? You know? I, a large skyscraper? I like to think of him as, uh, over these years, that Pie Pie saying that has morphed him into a, uh, a terrorist. Um, that that's, I mean, that's the catalyst that got him mm-hmm. there or like a, a, a childhood thing you could look back on like a serial killer killing animals mm-hmm. you could be yeah. like that was the start pie pie yeah yeah and now we're here to interview brent hibbert who grew up with tyler who did all this shit that steven just said <laughs> brent what do you have to say well uh yeah so i grew up with him and he would say pie pie a lot but anyways i have a podcast it's called let's talk about stuff um it's available on all of the, the streaming platforms 
please listen to it. Rate and review. Five stars. I like that you take any opportunity. You know, you got to plug yeah. when you can. You got you know? to. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. good, man. Well, so. yeah, I think on that note, is there anything else you wanted to say today? Um, that's literally the end of it. Yeah. Cool. That sounds great, man. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, yeah. until next time, I'm Steven. I'm Brent, and I'm awake now. <laughs> that, co- that coffee has finally kicked in. I'm ready to go. And let's talk later. There's some holes in this house. There's some holes in this house. There's some holes in this house. Oh my god. Record? Okay. I feel like I have to say it the same way each time. Yeah. I don't know why. I would be like one, two, three, record? Or that would mess me up, man. Record? <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, did you? Oh man, now we're off sync. Record. Oh. Record. Kind of. You know. I kind of like but it. But it's always doing record. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I, I escalate it. <laughs> record. It's like an Adam Westian. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Version of that. It that almost word, sounded. But. I thought you were doing like a. It almost sounded like it was like reversed. Like whenever you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're really good at that. It sounds like I'm like, what did he say backwards? Let's play it back. Look, the reptilians are real. Okay. <laughs> they're out there and they're trying to get us. So. Oh, man. And you know they have the cure for COVID. You know. You know it. They're like, out there licking their own eyeballs, <laughs> eat, eating flies. <laughs> oh, Stephen, you had uh, uh, something you wanted to say about. Uh, a podcast host you yep. listen to and his controversial take on a, a snack, um, I guess. Not a, a popular food item, yeah. but a food item. Yeah. You could say it's food. Yeah. yeah you could. <laughs> yeah. So I like this guy named Jason Kander. He was a politician. He has a show called Majority 54. I feel like I might have mentioned that on the show a while ago, but uh, yeah. Uh, it was part of the uh, Crooked Media podcast. It's on some new network for season two, but. Um, yeah, he just Fox it, News. I think is, he he jumped over. He, he really changed. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. He's a he's just a real cool dude. He's a veteran, and um, he's involved in like a, a homeless uh, veterans like project to get them like into tiny homes that like bridge them into real homes and stuff. They're just really cool. Mm-hmm. So uh, anyway, I was listening to his show the other day. I picked it up again. I haven't listened to the second season yet, and uh, he had Jason Sudeikis on, who I love. So I was mm-hmm. like, oh, this is the episode to like try out for the first time. And uh, because I guess they're they're friends, which is cool. And uh, but Jason has this thing. He's a he's like a fit dude. He's a veteran. Like I said, he's like he's really into exercising and stuff. That's part of his like persona online. And uh, he he started talking about this snack he has that a healthy snack that I wanted to run by you because it's so weird to me. But uh, so he he is making a lot of converts online to this this snack of uh, cottage cheese with hot sauce on top of it and i, I want to get mm. your opinion on what that would be like brent okay so on the last episode when we had darren on we were talking about alien nation and how mm. the aliens in that show not only drank milk which is disgusting enough but also <laughs> it was curdled milk and yeah. Yeah. on top of that cottage cheese checks notes is curdled milk yeah to like an extreme degree right like to the point where it's not quite <laughs> It's not even cheese like, cheese yeah that's what i don't but, get about it yeah i, I just like i don't cheese uh, like i'm not a picky eater but mm-hmm. i've never been one for like cottage cheese like 
Yeah. Right? I think just like knowing what it is and it's just flavorless and it's just like a, it's, it's not, not good. Yeah. It's like eating a, a, a spoonful of like larva or something like oh, that. Wow. Know? But yeah, it's, it's cold. The- it's cold larva. <laughs> It's the texture. I haven't had it in a long time, but it's the texture mm-hmm. that gets to me. Even the look of it, I'm just like, why would anybody ever try to put that in their mouth? Mm-hmm. You know, there's there seems to be no benefit to it. Like yeah. again, it's flavorless. Like what what so why, why you do this? That's why you do this to yourself? The hot sauce comes into play, I guess. You know? Okay, with that, but that doesn't seem like a good combo to me. That's his whole thing, though. You know, is that he's like try it, and then people seemingly love it online. Mm-hmm. Um, you. Uh, this is going to be a controversial statement, but you can put hot sauce on other things. <laughs> How about this? How about this? As a, uh, a meal replacement for cottage cheese, taquitos, oh. burritos, tacos. Yeah. Spam. I don't know. No. Just oh, like yeah. get wild with it. You know, not cottage cheese. What are you doing? Why would you do that? Is there is cottage cheese? Is it like light in calories or something? Because See, it's cheese. Thing. It seems like it would be fatty. Yeah. I don't know, but it's probably like a skim milk type mm. of thing, you know. Uh, he seems to tout it as, you know, like it's like a healthy snack, which I, I feel like I've heard that before. Mm. Um, I got to ask my wife. I feel like she likes cottage cheese. We don't get it often, so I don't remember. It's been a long time. Uh, if well, she it's likes every it, time every time you guys go to your local grocer and she tries cool. to put cottage cheese in the basket, you just smack it out of her hand like it's yeah. a basketball uh yeah and i say homie don't play that so i mix things but Uh uh-huh i want her to know there's a a sign that you keep on you at all times that yell or that says denied in large letters yes yeah so um i've actually uh i don't know if you knew this um on etsy i found a stamp so now i can stamp her head oh that's good uh, that way she has to walk around the store with the shame well, you know what? With like uh, these rappers like Post Malone coming up and getting all these sure. face tattoos, it's yeah. like super trendy for her, you know? So that's good. I, I saw uh, a tweet that someone was like, uh, hey, hey, thanks, Post Malone. It was so great to meet you. And it was a picture of them with Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> <laughs> and then Post Malone had retweeted it. And he said, that's not. Yeah, fuck it. Uh, nice to meet you. but i was like he's pretty recognizable for a very distinct reason that shia labeouf does not look like him there's this host on hgtv it's um oh man it's like my lottery dream home or whatever okay uh do you ever watch that or i've never heard of that one yeah um it's like this it has this host man i can't think of his name but he's like super personable and like he's a really good like tv host and he's uh-huh. really like um good with his clients and everything and like finding them a home it's it's typically like yeah well it's, it's kind of right there in the title where uh somebody wins the lottery and then he finds them a home and a lot of the times hmm. people will win like a million bucks or two but they find a home that's like maybe three hundred thousand dollars so it's not like they're buying like a mansion but they're mm-hmm. like nice homes you know and uh like as you watch the show throughout the years like he starts off with like no visible tattoos <laughs> yeah. but steven like now he's like up to his neck wow. and he just did a commercial where um and i think it was like made in quarantine uh-huh. but he has a face tattoo now what and it's just like he and his hands are just like full-on covered with it yeah but it's um as somebody who got tattoos like uh, yeah. <laughs> a year ago this month like stuff like that stands out to me a little bit more uh-huh. but it's um more of like an appreciative sense like yeah. yeah everybody has tattoos and like you know it doesn't necessarily mean anything uh-huh. bad or whatever 
So that's though, so sometimes people do see my my dog Cage's paw print on my arm, and they're like, "Oh, he's a gang member." And I mean, you know, it's like partially <laughs> yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, he is. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah. you're mm-hmm. like, it's not the reason, but I am trying to rep my dog, of course, on the streets. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So part of the cage crew so what you know what you know about that fucking sweet ass crew man right yeah yeah (laughs) Uh, there's just two of us and um it's mainly just me that goes outside (laughs) of my house but you know otherwise what what do you guys do as part of your gang activities oh i don't know we go on walks Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, around the neighborhood with a leash yo and i'm not trying to i'm not trying to get like (laughs) you know don't be a snitch or nothing but sometimes i kick a ball around and shit you know oh man Sometimes I throw a frisbee. Oh, we don't have. We had to throw that frisbee away because it got <laughs> fucked up, son. You know, but Cage's otherwise teeth, it's man. Those are big it's guys. Just, otherwise, he's you know, he's gonna fucking cuddle the shit out oh, you. Oh yeah, yeah. God, he's the best yeah. street color, cuddler I've ever met. He is. Yeah, and you met like six street cuddlers. I've met so that's a that's a lot. Six street cuddlers. Uh huh. <laughs> Um, I looked at this guy because I I didn't know about the show you were mentioning. Um, but uh, yeah, the Lottery Dream Home. But uh, David yeah. Bromstad, I think is how you say his name. But he was uh, he was on Design Star, which is like their reality TV show. To like they would like co- compete and then they would get like a show at the end. He either won the first season or was close, or whatever. But anyway, obviously mm-hmm. he's part of their network now. But yeah, he started off like I remember him being like so clean cut. That yeah. was like his look. He looks like uh, he looks like a little preppy, you know. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And then now, yeah, you're right. Like he's got a fuck shun, <laughs> a fuck shun. That's how many <laughs> he's a fuck ton of uh, tattoos. Yeah. Uh, now that's crazy. I would have never expected that, but I, I, yeah. I don't have any um, mm-hmm. tattoos. But ever since you got them, I had said that like Amanda and I had been thinking about it around the same time. But ever since you guys mm-hmm. got them, I've been a little more inclined. And. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just uh, I, I appreciate the artwork lately and the, the mm-hmm. meaning behind tattoos that people get. I just never yeah. felt one that I wanted to have. Yeah. Um, and I still haven't found that one. But I'm like, mm-hmm. I appreciate more that like why people get them. And uh, yeah, that's fascinating, though, because, yeah, he's got them like all over now. So, yeah, literally that's like down to his like fingertips, like, yeah, up it's, like to all his down his hands. It's crazy. Fingernails. Yeah, that's yeah. bonkers. But but it's cool, you know, and it's like up his Rep- neck. Represent. And- yeah. yeah yeah it's so funny to see like the before and afters essentially online of him you know because mm-hmm. he was so clean cut like he looks like I an know. abercrombie model <laughs> you know, know. <laughs> <laughs> where they're like not even allowed to have belly buttons you know wait what you have belly buttons i just imagine it's just a flaw mm-hmm. you know abercrombie models they just just make it smooth you know mm-hmm uh, Hello, welcome to Abercrombie. You have been hired on as a model. Uh, we're gonna have to show that. So, so, so the belly button shot. <laughs> Get this red. My my yeah. abs are so big. My skin's so tight. There's not enough skin to sew together. Mm-hmm. We'll patch it like a wall. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Get the spackle. We need a spackle. We'll just build you another little ab in the middle. <laughs> It's a real bonus ab situation. <laughs> it's the Abercrombie dozen. 13, 13 <laughs> abs. You know what? Uh, oh, I wanted man. to use cottage cheese as a sink, as a sink word, but yeah. I feel like Abercrombie dozen okay. is perhaps the better sink word. I think we got to go with that. Awesome. Sounds good, man. I scant 11 minutes into this, yeah, and it. we found it. 
we came across it. It's making this this whole event so far. This podcast record is uh is been making me feel better about the morning. So yeah, let's do yeah. it, man. Let's do it. Okay, so we'll sync on three. Oh wait, and what's Abercrombie the yeah. dozen? <laughs> Abercrombie yeah, does it. Okay, yeah. Okay. Boy, it's like a tongue twister. It is. For it's me. pretty long. Weird. All right. All right. So on three. One, two, three. Abercrombie, Abercrombie dozen. dozen. Scheiße. Oh. Excellent. That's German for shit. Oh, man. Brent, how dare you cuss on our show? I cannot oh, believe no. it. Oh, <laughs> no. Somebody get the lasso after me. I tell you what. Oh, is it Wonder Woman? Oh, oh no, it's just Gary again. Gary. But he's in Cut Off Daisy Dukes. That's cool. <laughs> they just work for everybody. I don't know. You know, it looks good. <laughs> if it looks good, it looks good. What can I tell you? Man. Okay. There we go. All right. Do you want to lead into it? What are we doing now? I say, uh... <laughs> This is uh, Steven. Are you going to say your name, though? Or do I say both of ours? No, I'll, I'll say my name. Like the like intro we start to our, our show. Yeah. Oh, like we always do. That thing that we do sometimes every week. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So you want to sink? But Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what, Steven? You got me there. You truly got me there. Wow. All right. Um, but I thought maybe we could do like, uh, hey, Mind Grenade, this is Steven. This is Brent. Okay. <laughs> And we're talking about stuff. And then, from a, you okay, know, whatever you want to do. And then you'll take yeah. off though. And and then I'll I'll, I'll pick up the uh, and then we'll, pieces, gotcha. yeah. <laughs> the shattered pieces of whatever I lay out there. Okay, cool. Our dignity, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. of our dignity. Excellent, excellent. Yeah. <clears throat> yes. All right. Hey, mine grenade. This is Steven. This is Brent. And wait, wait, we're from. <laughs> let's talk about stuff. <laughs> of let's who of uh. From the Let's Talk About Stuff podcast. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. That's not good. Mm-hmm. Hey, Mind Grenade, this is Steven. This is Brent. From the Let's Talk About Stuff podcast. Wait, can we do this again? Yeah. Because it sounds weird if I, I felt like I should say, and this is Brent. Okay, yeah, right? for sure. Yeah. That makes sense? All right. I can go again. I'm going to, yeah, just to lose one. Okay. All right. So. Hey, right. Mind Grenade. All right. Yep. Oh, I wasn't right. <laughs> <laughs> that was a real one thing we did the other day. Right. Yeah. So, all right. Take 47. All right. Here we go. <laughs> Hey, my grenade. This is Steven. And this is Brent. From the Let's Talk About Stuff podcast. Good morning. How are you? (laughs) Look, we were summoned, Uh. beckoned to ask Matt a question, and Steven and I have rubbed our remaining brain cells together. Oh, gosh. And we've come up with what we think is the ultimate question. This is going to, I hope you haven't done anything else on your podcast. I hope you haven't had anything else planned Mm -hmm. because this is going to take all of the rest of eternity to figure out. And that's what we want. It needs to go in depth. Yeah. Yeah. So the question we have for you, Matt, which character in pop culture has the smelliest butthole? Now, (laughs) there are some stipulations. Okay. These have to be fictional characters. And. You can include animals, but only if they're anthropomorphic. So no Plutos, but include all the goofies you want. Okay? You see where the line is drawn. Butts. It's butts. <laughs> it's, it's a butts. You know the crack. It's a line. It's a line down the... Yeah. The and line is drawn straight yeah. down the crack. And then you go yeah. down there, and who has the smelliest one? That's the question. 
Yeah. And I know you're going to want to say, oh, it's like, who's the fattest, sloppiest character? But like a lot of big people will tell you that they go out of their way to take extra showers and take care of themselves because they don't want to be, you know, just automatically defaulted as the smelly person, you know? So, you know, please consider that. Yeah. But if you're going to say like Blob from the X-Men, yeah, I mean, it's like pretty close. Like the top 400. Definitely. Right. But that's why it takes so long to figure out because there's at least a list of 400. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at least. Of good ones. Oh, God. Yeah. So we want to hear what you got going on. You know, when you uh, pop the cork on a fine bottle of wine and you just like oh, <laughs> give that, that old, old snifferooski, you know? That's just, that's, that's, that's what we want to know. Who has the smelliest butthole in all of pop culturedom? Thank you. God bless America. <laughs> Wu Tang forever. Keep it soggy. Uh, party on Wayne. Party on Garth. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> cool. We can stop it there. All right. Cool. L P A S.